Okay, Tony, we've Carl and I have never told you this story. So as we've I'm discussed, so afraid for this. As we've discussed before, and as my mom has now become an avid listener for Cold Open, she'll like this. Um, Carl came. The only up thing she listens to, right? Only thing that she listens to. She gave me feedback on why I shouldn't be eating McDonald's last week. So, um, yeah, I know it was a real head shake, but. Um, so Carl comes up to the cabin, and, and we've talked about how my parents are big wine drinkers. Can we just fast forward that part? Yeah, keep going. Okay. Carl comes up to the cabin, and we're like, Carl, do you want some wine? Carl takes the bottle of wine, grabs a glass, fills it to the brim. No yeah, look. that bad. It was all the way to the brim, and okay. we, we all oh. are watching him pour, and we're like, Carl, do you have a bad day? Do <laughs> you have a problem? <laughs> <laughs> so now this has been known in my household as a Carl pour. Oh, and, yeah. and so it's just Carl pour more than two fingers. This was this was the this cup. Was, this was, this was the hand. ten fingers. This was a ten a, finger. We have a second hand. My hands aren't that thick, so yeah. Like, th- th- this term has spread, by the way. I use it in other sp- places now. Oh, I like it's a that. Carl pour. It's a Carl pour. So if you get a heavy pour, it's known as a Carl pour in our in our household. So mm-hmm. I can kind of build on that. Okay, that's good. Uh, yeah. Not related, but sure. related. Yeah. Uh, it's called a Tony beer when it's only half drink in our house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that sounds about right. It's, <laughs> it's a Tony beer. Tony right beer. Else. Uh, this so, a Tony I don't beer. like drinking a lot. It's just not I don't, my thing. Yeah, I don't drink. But much, when I, really. I don't want to be antisocial. So someone say, hey, you want a beer? I'm like, yeah. And then I like, <laughs> let it sit there. And then it's, that's it. Yeah. Know? Yeah, that's why I like work things. I'll always get a gin and tonic because you never know how much is there. Right. Be, right. Mm-hmm. It's an easy drink. Or here's work. my other way out of drinking. Okay. Is we'll have, I like whiskey gingers, right? Sure. Like that drink. And I'll drink one with my guests at our house. Yeah. And then the next time around, you instead just of ginger. putting the whiskey ginger in there, I just put the ginger in there, and everyone thinks that I'm, <laughs> no one woo-hoo, I'm going. That's a little dirty secret there. <laughs> have one, but not two, three, or four, you know. So well, Now we know, so we'll wash your glass next time. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, I, I yeah, I, I do tie one on every once in a while. It's just usually at a tailgate party or a big function or so. So today's show will be a kicker of some sort. I can't find out to hear it all. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Boys High School Rink of Fire podcast. Tonight's pod is sponsored by Jack's Cafe. Three generations of great food for any special occasion. The Red and Black League the largest boys and girls high school league in Minnesota, and Summit Orthopedics, 11 locations throughout the Twin Cities and specialists ready to treat any sports injury. And now, here's Danny, Carl, and Tony. Love is a burning thing. All right, we are back in studio, all three of us, a well, full show. I'm not in the studio. But well, well, it's good enough. It's it's better than can, last week. Better than. Did last you miss week. me? Did you miss me? Uh, we missed your rankings. Parts, there were parts I missed and parts I 
didn't miss. Coach Fulton? And I, I, don't, I don't mean that in a bad way. Just, just having the coach here and his chiming in, his contribution to the show was yep. good. So we didn't miss you, Carl, but we, we miss missed you. you. Do you know what I'm saying? We missed mm, the rankings. We missed listen. your chiming in. But he, I think he filled the void nicely. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what that's I would all. say. Uh, okay. We did miss you. He's a better and, and hockey player. And and the funny, we took shots or guesses at how you would rank, and we weren't right at all. Did no, we? no, we I know. Right it, it's a pretty easy week to guess. It was. Like it was. There yeah. was only like two or three tricky ones. Your centennial at ten was, was a yeah, that was major a wrench. Hmm. I don't well, think that proved true. Who'd we? Who'd we? Gonna stay there. St. Thomas. We put St. Thomas there because you so were been such high, a high on St. Thomas. St. Thomas Bobo. But so they, they hadn't won many big games in a while. No, but Centennial there was nobody lost. there. There was nobody there. Yeah, so. it was a tough spot to fill. Well, All we'll right. get the rankings probably in a little bit. Yeah. So let's talk some news. What do you got for us, Newsmaster? Sure. Let's start with a milestone uh, from a place where people may not be used to getting milestones from. That's Swasika, where Kyle Allschlager has broken the school's all-time goal record. He did it in a 7-1 wing win against Red Wing. He did it 24 seconds in. He had six of the seven goals. That's wow. amazing. Schlager, uh, he came to our gopher camp back really? when he was in seventh grade. I'll That's never cool. Just, just having a kid from Wasika was pretty cool, and then to see him continue on. Isn't it funny to have a guy named Carl Shuttler say Kyle Oschlager. It's just just one. Yeah, it's very German. German, German solidarity there. Drip yeah. after another. Yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, what else you got? Uh, we have a, a rest in peace here. Um, Dave Blyle, who was an Elk River coach long ago. Uh, he, was, he was eight years old, very involved in Elk River hockey for a long time. I believe he must have had grandkids on the team in the past few years. There are a few Blyles going through there. Um, I believe he was the athletic director at Elk River for a while, so institution in that community and yeah sad to hear of his passing there were a lot of tweets about it yeah mm-hmm. there were a lot all right what else yep. uh let's see it sounds like tony you got yourself a band for friday night ice yes we do uh rogers band is confirmed uh did not get maple Grove's band uh but nonetheless uh, i think we're gonna have some good student support from both schools coming up on february 3rd there's no question the hockey game is going to be fantastic. No matter mm-hmm. what the atmosphere it will be like, be. it will be great. That We have two top ten teams, right? Is Rogers in your top ten? Oh, yes. Okay. Uh, two top ten teams uh, playing for the number one section seed uh, on neutral ice. That's just going to be good practice maybe for a section final. I'm excited to uh, see what our final Friday Night Ice product ends up looking like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, and final piece of news we have here is the weekly injury update. So first we have a couple of players who are back, so that's some good news here. Yep. Kate Kohansky for Hermantown, back in action. Saw yep. him play this week. That's good to see. And Brady Ingbertson from Hill Murray, who had been out for a bit, uh, giving that offense some a much-needed boost. Very then, needed. yeah. On, on the other side of the ledger, some injuries to report. Uh, Andy Larson, who will be our guest later today, um, has been out for... A little bit. He had a, a, a groin issue. Um, should be back this week, though, which is important for Denfeld going forward. And staying in Duluth, Grant Winkler, Duluth East has mono, has been out for over a week now. Um, hoping for this week, but as, as anyone who knows who has dealt with mono, 
you don't really know. And, so and we'll when watch he that one. Does come back, he's not going to be a hundred percent from just a muscle development yeah. perspective. Mm-hmm. Just because you're kind of sitting on your butt, you're not working out. You're not your muscles aren't, you know, exercise have been exercised. So I always it's going to be a tough recovery for Grant. Mono yeah. as a high schooler, I always thought was the best thing that you could get because nobody could like get mad at you for being sleepy (laughs) (laughs) which which if you know danny is all he ever is oh yeah i experienced the sleepy danny today yeah (laughs) i even fell asleep on sudafed today for some reason here i was carl i i just spent uh four days in a rink three of which were 17 hour days and then another 12 pack today I'm getting in the car. I'm all excited about doing the podcast tonight. And I get Danny, who hasn't moved for five days. <laughs> yeah, I'm on Sudafed right now. Yeah. I'm like, gosh. Carl. Shouldn't I be the one that's tired? I went to zero what games this week, which is a very rarity for yeah. me. So I'm trying to think. Has there ever been a week where I went to four more games than Danny? Never. Maybe when Never. I had kidney yeah. stones. Yeah, it has to be a major. I almost never do four games a week, and I did this week, and you did zero. Yeah, it's a bad week health-wise when I'm not at games. All I know is I went to zero games, but somehow my Twitter feed just ruffled some feathers. We'll get to that in games of the past. Mm, Oh, that's good. Wow, wow. Just ticking off people. almost took it down, but then when I went to bed Friday night, I went, eh. It's going to be fine. And I woke up Saturday by noon, and that tweet just got some people mad. We'll talk about it later. I'm excited now. (laughs) I'm not excited. I don't know what you're talking about. Some unhappy folk about a tweet that we made. Okay. Okay. It comes up in GOP. It'll come up. Got one more injury here, and not all injuries are for players. Uh, (laughs) Sean Bloomfield, Chad Hassan coach, went down with a broken leg. Now, here's the, the news was reported to me by Sean himself, and it was, he's a funny man. He knows he's funny, too. He goes, uh, so what happened? He sent me his X-ray and everything. Oh. And he goes, it was super heroic. Ooh. I chased down a guy who stole a purse from an old lady. You should see the other guy. <laughs> Either that or I slipped on a patch of ice in a parking lot. <laughs> hey, it happens to the best of us, right, Danny? It, it yes. Does. It does. It he does. says, I'm like Coach Oliver from Rozo now, coaching practice from the bench. So, <laughs> so I think we make fun of uh, Coach Bloomfield later in the show at some point. Probably, yes. I think we do. I think We, we will do. have done that, yes. Yes. Okay. All right. That's fantastic. Danny, the maestro is calling your name for okay. you to play us a few games of the past tunes. I, I would say mm-hmm. um, the preface on this is the snow days have come up with a lot more games recently. Oh, my gosh. The Monday oh. and Wednesday games are yeah. starting to annoy me. I know because mm-hmm. there's some juicy games going on. And let's start on Monday. And, and these games were happening during the day. Oh, I love those. Yeah, the, the, oh, yeah. Mat, the Monday matinees. Nay, Martin Luther King Day. Oh, yeah, it. that's what I was wondering why. Yeah. I'm, like, seeing these 1 o'clock, 3 o'clock. It was MLK Day. I didn't yes. realize mm-hmm. that. And yep. Kayla's birthday. And Kayla's birthday. Happy yes. birthday, Kayla. She's not here, Carl. Now we'll know if she listens. She doesn't listen. (laughs) She'll be listening to this, though. Possibly. She's chopping the show, the video part of it, so she might hear it. I doubt it. I'll say no. Yeah. Okay, this is a test. 
All right. Mm-hmm. Eastview 6, Shakopee 2, which I thought was a good win after what yeah, we were told. Yeah, it's, it's been fantastic a rough stretch win. for Eastview, but they got that one. Yeah, with yeah. a couple players out in this game, too. So I was I thought that was a good win. Um, Matamidi 6, Benilde 4. And one of those, again, what <laughs> Jekyll and High Benilde teams have no idea what's happening with them. No clue. It, no. They are, I think, the number one mystery team for me this year, Tony. Mm. Who's your number one mystery team? I gave it to you last week. I thought it was I, Roseville, but I you want a mystery team that's kind of give like... Give me a good team like a, that's a, a mystery. High profile. Like high profile mystery. Mm, I can't... I'll, by the end of the show, I'll have one for you. Okay, okay. Uh, here's here's a question. Uh, it would there, be it would be either them or Andover. Is there a mystery yeah. section for you guys yet? Is there a section? Four, five. Four, double A. Four, 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 four. four is... We talked about this last week, Carl. Yeah. Um... There's going to be an upset in the quarterfinals. In four. One of the top sure. three is going yeah. down. One of the top yeah. three is going down. And you can't say four or five because that's not an upset ever, no. ever if it's four or five. Mm-hmm. But I think one, two, or three will get beat in the quarters. Wouldn't shock me. I mean, it's got a deep second tier in that section with Woodbury and East, East Ridge, Ridge and, and Roseville. Yeah. 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 That's why I think one of them is going yeah. down. Um. Okay. East Graham Fork 6, Rozo 5 in overtime. Good win for Eastside. I Great thought. win. I feel, I feel yeah. like Eastside is just kind of hovering there through the whole season. And, you know, obviously World's a heavy favorite in that section, but, oh, what would happen if... Like oh, we keep that saying, that's home and home. We're going to learn a lot about them. We are going to mm-hmm. learn a lot. And, and I don't think World sweeps that. I don't think so either. And here's why, and it's a fair point on this, is that... Warro goes to Eastside, has to travel back and drive back. Eastside gets to sleep in their own beds and then go to Warro the next day. Okay. I, I think that's something to note. All right. Hermantown 6, Hibbing 0. Uh, sight unseen on the Class A guys' rankings. Hibbing had less than 10 shots in this game. <laughs> so... But, but, but Class A guy also said that it was 2 nothing to the third, so... Uh, don't, don't. No. Okay, no, you have to get more than 10 shots on a, a team if you're a top 10 team. They're okay? not a top 10 team. They're not. They're okay? not. And I love Hibbing's future, but I don't love their present. Their present is not their future. Mm-hmm. Yep. Lakeville South 3, Prior Lake 2. Yeah, it, mm, it, I don't even know why you're reading that. Yeah, it, I agree. I agree with that. Um, I mean, or, if they were in the same section, then I'd know, it, but there's... It, Orono six, Providence three. That one we do. Yeah, I'm now to the point. Yeah. I'm now to the point where I think we should ban all two A two A scores from games of the past because they tell us nothing anyway. <laughs> I mean, seriously, what are we going to learn from a two A score? This one that I learned is I learned that Providence is still has life. What was the score? Six to three. Life. Life in the life. S- well, like, well it wasn't blown out. Yeah, like on a feeding tube. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like on a feeding tube. Barely alive. Terry Shiva. <laughs> Barely alive. <laughs> oh, we've lost Tony and, and Danny. Oh. Oh, okay. Sticking um, with 2A, I was fortunate enough, I'm going to name drop here, to see... 
Joe Dietzik at the Squirtacular. His son Liam was playing in it. Minneapolis. And we talked about how crazy it was. And I started throwing some scores at him. He goes, yeah, nobody knows. It's going to be crazy. (laughs) We had this a few years ago, remember? Yeah, we did. Everybody Mm -hmm. had beaten everybody. It was like, but then it followed shock. It was Christian's first kind of got into it. What? And then went shock. It it totally went shock. shock. It did. The whole thing (laughs) was shock. I'm like, wow, that sucked. Yeah, I Mm -hmm. agree. Okay, St. Cloud Cathedral 5, Alexandria 1. Okay, I got another Alex score later. So yeah, I think they got a win this week. A good they win. did. They did. A good, good win. win. Um, Hill Murray two, Stillwater two, overtime. That's an important section score. It was a tie. Yeah. It's a tie. Yeah. I thought Stillwater won that. <laughs> no, they didn't. They didn't. I, I'm, Stillwater didn't even tie it. this week. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Creighton seven, Gentry zero. Yeah, I, I slipped Gentry into the top twenty-five last week. Uh, enough of that. Yeah, I not. This is another score like the Lakeville South prior lake that yes doesn't matter, but it it it's well, lopsided. I think, I think your prior lake three-two with Lakeville South tells us that to if you're a ranker to push Lakeville Lake South, South down. down, and this right. one tells me that maybe Creighton should go higher. Uh, you know that there's yeah. I don't if they're pumping teams. Yeah. They pump somebody. I, I give yeah. them pump points for that. Pump points is, yep. yeah. But they didn't pump Forest Lake later in the week. So. Oh, I, I can't wait to hear this. I don't scores. know if I have that one. Oh. It, it, was, three, it was three to one. They three won, to one. It's. That, the, you see what it's. I've, yeah. I've seen Forest Lake this year. I'll say that. I would yeah. have to look at shots in that one. I assume that they're very lopsided. It's fine. Yeah. Um, Benilde eight, Champlin two. Again. Who's Benilde? Benilde. Yeah. Jekyll. Jekyll. <laughs> Eden Prairie, three. Matamidi, two overtime. Beautiful goal by Teddy. To, yeah. that one. to win, yeah. Yeah. And so, this was an important, I think this is an important yeah. win for this team. And you'll hear another Eden Prairie score later this week. I will. Sounds like yep. a team might be turning a corner, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I, uh, I made a bet. Oh. On that game. We'll get to it later. Okay. Okay. Monticello three, Cambridge two. Say that again. Monticello three, Cambridge two. That's a five I'm a not score. Sure I like that. Anybody in that section? Can they just? Can we ban a section? That's Little oh, Falls. Oh yeah. St. No, Clouds yeah, yeah. Cathedral. So this Cathedral. determines the three four seed. Yeah. Uh, but not, again, not really the, interested in that. But the three four could cause damage oh, in this yeah. section. Yes. Yes. Um, the score that I was surprised about: Minnetonka four, Edina zero. I yes, that was the one where we really last week jumped, jumped on, on Edina. Yeah, we we didn't like Tonka. They hadn't won a big game. Well, now they have. Uh, yeah, beat, this is a big beat game. A legit yeah. team recently they, too. They heard you. Yeah, they did. And now they faltered a little bit later, but this little. Is, I mean, what beating EP? That's not. Yeah, I, I'll agree. Okay, you got wins. Orono four, St. Cloud Cathedral three. Yeah, that's closer than it should be. Cathedral's based on building. Cathedral yeah. is building. I will say yep. that. Yep, I think they're the one seed, aren't they? They should be. I think they're the one seed. Like they have Little Falls. Wins. Yeah. Yep. Um, have Little Falls and Cathedral played? Uh, I don't know that Carl might have Little to. Little Falls has a crazy schedule. Yeah, they they go all very aggressive. They'll very play aggressive. anyone anywhere. Very aggressive. 
And same with Cathedral. Yes. Yeah. And they went down. They had a home and home with, with Mankato East. Yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah. It's both great. programs. Yeah. It is. Mm-hmm. Um, Champlin Park 2, Maple Grove 1, overtime. That's the score of the week, isn't it? Yeah, I got a call from, yeah. let's say, our Rogers correspondent. Oh, my gosh. She was like, don't wor- read I, into I worked, this game. I worked with the Rogers correspondent this weekend <laughs> and was told not to read into that. I don't care. You read into this. I read into that. I hard. read into mm-hmm. this a lot. They're missing this. Luke Giuliani. They're missing this person. That might Josh Giuliani, care. you mean? No, Josh is graduating. Oh, oh, is Luke's it Luke? Little brother. Luke's oh, the younger one. Okay, sorry. They're missing this person. They're I don't care. Person. Don't I don't care. care. Your maple freaking grove. When? Yeah. You're you're the projected one two seed. You don't And does that hurt their seeding? No. Because if they beat if they beat Rogers, they're still No, they tied. They tied tied already. If they beat them in Friday night ice, I still think they're locked. Probably. Yeah. Now they beat Centennial. Yeah. Right? Yeah, they beat them this week. Or Mm -hmm. no, no. Um, Maple Grove has beaten Centennial. Or they play this coming week, possibly. I forget. I don't know. Maple Grove. But, so, if Maple Grove loses to Rodgers on Friday Night Ice, do they lose the two seed? They could, but does it really matter? It doesn't they matter. They would need some help. Yeah. It doesn't matter because... It doesn't those, matter. Those two, three, two, they got to play yeah. Champlin. Yeah. This solidifies Champlin at the three seed. Could. How did, how are Centennial and Champlin? Oh, yeah. Champlin just lost the Centennial. Right. Centennial. It's just yeah. a, it's a, yeah, it this is a bloody one. It, it's almost. Just wait. What? Just wait. They play the second round. Many they all them. play around. Yeah, they yeah. all play again. It's fine. So, Maple, Maple Grove has beaten Centennial. They play again this week. Right. Okay, there we go. Um, White Bear Lake three, Grand Rapids zero. Yeah. 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 Good three goals on Miles Gunderson for yep. uh, you know them. That's good good game. East Grand Forks five, Duluth Denfeld one. We learned Denfeld was without Andy Larson mm-hmm. in this game. No, he, he, you know, he gave this game a, a try. He gave this game a try and uh, he was Didn't not one hundred percent. Okay. Did not work. So either way, good win for East Side. Mm-hmm. Egan three, Eastview this two. This one. That's a bad score. It's a really poor. Is that an oof or an eek? That's a big oof. That's a big <laughs> oof, man. Yeah. Tell me what define oof and eek for me, please, Tony. Okay, oof yeah. is like kind of getting kicked in the stomach. Eek is like, um, oh jeez. Oh jeez. Oh jeez. Oh jeez. You know, it's all come apart. Yeah. Eek is worse than oof, oof. I think. I, I think. I think Eastview has reached eek point. They have. Yeah. Although they beat a very good Jockey team. Yeah, mm-hmm. they did. They did. I think Eastview is currently. Could they be our mystery team? <laughs> they could be. They could be that Wyzetta mystery t- team. You know how Wyzetta goes through streets? Used to be. They're used not to be. this year, but not, yeah. Not this year, but used to be. Well, this yes. week. Yeah. But you said your mystery team was, who was your mystery team? Was high, oh, uh, Benil. Benil is your mystery Benil team. Benil Andover, yeah. Yeah, I say Andover is kind of a mystery team. I never know what I'm going to yeah. get, but I, yeah. but I, I I like Eastview in that category yeah. as well. Yeah, I agree. All right. Um, Hermantown three, Moorhead two. Um, last ten seconds, who scored, Carl? Will Estbrooks did. Yeah, Willie. Yeah. This was a great hockey game. It was very even, back and forth. Both teams with good chances. A lot of fun to watch. And Hermantown found a way. Yeah, is. Moorhead a oof 
or an eek. <laughs> I think I don't know. It's kind of, there's kind still of a, the one uh, seed. Yeah, you and I were talking, Danny. Yeah. At yeah, some I'm point this week, this week, Danny but. and I talking this week, and I just woken up. I think that I'm going to say this, and I, I think that Rozo goes to state. Could go to state. Yeah. Ernest uh, is having himself a year. He's, I'll say he's they're, a beast. they're one spot. Yeah. Of, they're right next to each other in my, my rankings this week. Okay. Are they what, like 15, 16, 18, it's 19? Like 19, 20, 19, 20 or so. Yeah, yeah, he was in yeah. the teens. The, the one advantage Moorhead has is Kai Weigel in that. And That's where I yeah. keep going to. It's like, and every time I see Moorhead, I'm like, I like this team. They're playing well. They've got a good goalie. They've got. But the sophomore class They've hasn't got, stepped up yet. Yeah, Myerson's a sniper, but yeah, but every time they lose, it's every yeah. game. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. just not just enough not faith in yet. them. Yeah. Okay. Um, Al, the other funny thing is, uh, you know how many people Hermantown has on their bench, right? They have <laughs> they have the Blue Army. Half right? the town. Yep. Half the town is behind, like for coaches and stuff like that. Oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. like, yeah. Morehead, John, two. Conks. That's it. That's all we need. (laughs) That's it. It's pretty funny. Okay, so this game was in Hermantown. Yes. Who else did Moorhead play? I think Brainerd. They looped looped back through Brainerd. Oh. I wonder where they stayed. Probably Brainerd. Yeah. Carl says Duluth. He says, I say Brainerd, but whatever. Who knows? knows? Wherever. Okay. Alexandria four, Fergus Falls zero. Yeah, oh, just yeah. when you thought, right? Just that's when a, that's we, an oof. yeah, that's a big oof. Just when we thought we just were high we on the otters, otters were going. Cardinals had lost a wing. Yeah, no, it all had just. No. What just is this? Their third undone. win of the when year. When I saw that score, I'm like, now what? What am I going to do now? Yeah, exactly. Oh, they got four wins. Okay, my bad. Yeah, four, ten, and one. Alexandria and Skunks Fergus. That doesn't okay. make any sense. Who's the two seed in six? Ugh. Okay, so you gotta put Fergus no matter still there, right? Yeah. I can't name a th- third team other than like Wadena. Wadena? It might be right? Wadena. In fact, in class A guy in his Six A rankings has put Wadena number one. I assume that's based on who's played who and such. But he went Wadena, Alexandria, Fergus, one, two, three. You know the beauty of today's technology. I can just mute what Carl just said. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I am not ready emotionally for, for hearing the Wadena words Wadena as the number one seed in any section in this yeah, state. Yeah, I'm not ready for that either. Well, get ready because it's coming. Well, think about Holy this. Holy smokes. I'm going to read off the teams. You have Alex Fergus, Northern Lakes, Wadena, Morris, Benson, Prairie Center, Wilmer, and Breckenridge, Wapiton. That's uh, god-awful. That's that's worse than three. That's yeah. like former five. Yeah. Not worse than th- – yeah, no, three is about the same. I mean, it's about the same. This you one's got Mankato East, heavy. New Ulm, and the Big South. Yeah. It's not pretty. This one right? you have Fergus, mm-hmm. Alex, and – Whatever's left. This is a really poor section. Five is Wadena's now beat, better. Wadena's way better. beaten Little Falls. Yeah. Wadena's beaten Little... Yeah, we knew that, but... Yeah. Wadena beat Little Falls? Remember that? They did. The biggest upset in 20 years for Think them? Think about that now. Think yeah. about that game. What, 
I'm going to kind of go off the tracks here, but you're going to like this. Yeah. Park Rapids, but and, I, and I've they, totally they, drawn a blank. I know he's going to punch me the next time I see him, but what are the, what are the two guys in Little Falls booths named there? James and Jamie. James and Jamie, okay. One of them, like, lives in Wadena or also broadcasts Wadena. Yeah. And right? They have, there's a serious connection yeah, between the Wadena Little Falls Jamie. there. I think it's Jamie, which is, I think, is super cool, right? Yeah. Like, now he saw that game or broadcasted that yeah. game. I think that's pretty cool. That's I, I just made the connection there. Yeah, I, I know. I was thinking neat. about that earlier that's in the year. Neat. Like, it, you, there's games that you don't ever think are going to happen. You don't think that Wadena is going to be a little false. No, never, yeah. never. Speaking of little falls, little falls three, Thief River Falls two, overtime. Said it one more time. Three, two, overtime, little falls over Thief River. And it was in who's, Thief River, who's too. Who was Thief River guy? It was you're the Thief River guy. Sure. Right? Like, okay. you thought they deserved more. Yeah, I thought they deserved more love than they're getting. I mean, Little Falls is, could they be the mystery team? Little Falls is getting is, there. They are the the single-A mystery team. Yeah. Yeah. I, or sure. Alex, for that matter. No, Alex yeah. has well, got no data points. Yeah. Four data points. Yeah, no, Little Falls enough. has, like. Little Falls has tons, tons of, of data, data points. points. Yeah. Wadena. Yeah. Thief yeah. River. Yeah, they're all over the place. They are all over the place. I love their schedule. Yeah. Kudos to Little Falls and their staff. Yeah. Again, cool. more Little Falls talk. Yeah. I'm getting hungry. I want a little Dairy Queen. <laughs> <laughs> I need some DQ. Okay, so probably the um, one of the games of the year, War Road 3, Wyzetta 0. Here we go. <clears throat> Find this tweet now. I was. Oh, I, I was, oh. Uh, so you. This is where the tweet comes in. Okay. Yeah. This is where. Carl, okay. you oh. you go now. You were okay, watching say, this I, as I was at Hermantown, Moorhead. You know, Will Peterson and I were watching it on on a phone <laughs> between periods. I mean, like, hats off to uh, this War Road team is playing extremely well. Yeah. And the the stat that really should be noted in this game is shots were even. Yeah, and uh, when you have you even shots, it wasn't just Tamara hanging on. They were, yeah. what I saw was it was even, and, um, and that's that's an impressive, you, you know, uh, note there, Carl. Do you have the Denfeld game on on your list? Yes, I have okay. to thumb well, well, I got to go back like nineteen thousand tweets to get to this tweet. I don't know where how I'm going to find it. I really don't know. How. It's just too far back. Anyway, I'll give you the gist of it. Okay, so we have um, an employee, um, Carter, who on Friday night sees this score. And I I wouldn't call him a journalist because our journalist would have saw that the shots were 30 to 30. Or very close. Or, or No, they were 30 to oh, 30. Oh, okay. And trust me, Twitter reminded <laughs> me of this. I do know this. <laughs> okay. I trust. In this case, I do trust Twitter. the Twitter okay. comments section. Okay. And he sent me a – oh, he sent it to me, so I'll have it there. Um, so he sent me, he goes, hey, what do you think of this? And I'm literally, like, at my wit's end, right? I am just finished the hardest day of the year, which is Friday, mm-hmm. spectacular, right? You have a couple uh, incidents. Oh, oh, yeah. You, no, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't <laughs> that bad. Anyway, so here it is. He writes, I, Popper, the number one team in A, not just defeats, but dominates the number one team in double A. Ooh. The top heavy few, cringe. The hot, the top uh. few teams in A might. I do like this though. Okay, the, everything but the word dominates. I was okay with sure, but at 
10.30 at night and I want to just go to bed, I was like, sure. No one cares. That's kind of what I was thinking. Like, no one cares anyway. Mm-hmm. The top few teams in A might just be better than the top few in AA this year. High school hockey being high-level hockey being played in Class A. I like that take. That That's conversation-worthy. Just the only bad yeah, word in this whole like, tweet is dominates. Sure. Think about what, what Matamidi has done. Think yeah. about what Hermantown yeah, has done. So in- the top three teams are top 15, maybe even top 10 teams in the other class. Yeah. So and, and Orno's played well, yeah. too. And, yeah. that, and yeah. Orno's played well, too. So that everything great, but the word dominates. Yeah. So I wish I could have gone back and edited and said the number one team in A just defeats the number one team in AA. Take the dominates out. Perfect. Good tweet. The top few teams in A might just be better than the top few in AA this year. High-level play in Class A. No one's going to argue with that tweet. Yeah. Okay, now where's the argument? Dominates. They did not dominate them, and I don't. I, from what I can tell, no. but but they did beat oh. them. They did beat them. They did beat them, and it's that this tweet got so much traction. <laughs> Chris Long, Patrick Royce sent me a oh, DM no. on this. I mean, like this is a big deal. Yeah, I. I suppose it, it, here's the thing. We've been watching this War Road team for a while now, right? We've known about the. Uh, I guess it's not a big deal to us, uh, per se. I, yeah, I, it, it, yeah, right, 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 exactly. Are you sure. going to go with your take now that you stole from me? Uh, yeah, sure. Okay, here we go. Here's the take that Tony stole, for stole me. from me. Okay, <laughs> It's your take. Okay. Stole it from me. This War Road team, Carl? Wait till you hear this. This is actually good. It's the Grand Rapids team of 2017. Yeah, you told me this on the yeah, phone. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> less talent, yeah. maybe on the ice. No, they're, they're almost identical, dude. No, no, less talent so. year over year. Uh, really? No, you know. why this? Can I, okay, can I make sorry, your take yeah, for you? It's so damn good. Yeah, I'm sick, so don't yeah. worry. It's so damn good. I'm going to take this to another yeah. level. The 2017 team that won state. Everybody, Trent Clatt. Told me in a podcast, everybody will tell you that the 2016 version was, was way, way more talented they than were. 2017. Yeah. Alex Adams, that, Mitch Matson. 2017, one-line okay. team. Yeah. One-line team. Yeah. And an awesome goalie. Yeah. What is Warroad? Yeah, and one pretty good defenseman, Stampahar, right? Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. One pretty good defenseman. Or they got two, two. good defensemen. Well, two. But, yeah, that's why I'm saying. But, but, but they, also had, they also had Michael, Michael Heitkamp. Heitkamp was a very good yeah, defenseman, was, too. Yeah. Good. Yeah. yeah. I, I'd say Heitkamp, Heitkamp and Stampahar yeah. are equal well, to, to Comps, Lund and, and Comstock. Comstock. I would 100%. say that. 100%. And I would say that. Hammer is equal to stay school. Yes, and I absolutely. would say the top line of Mitchell McLaughlin and Hain is equal to equal to. to Murray, Marvin Cords. Yes, uh, agreed. The gang. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, slightly different levels in there, but yeah, I would uh, think on, that it's pretty darn close. Yeah. The only difference that, and I told you this, the only difference is that line could not get broken up. The Rapids line couldn't go on and play with other people and be good. This Warro team, it doesn't matter. They don't need to play together type of thing. Those three? They don't need to be out there at the same time with each other. When are they not together, though? It's true. They're out a lot together. But I'm what I'm saying is, like, what I notice from their play is it doesn't slow down. If it's two of them, if it's three of them, it doesn't slow yeah. down. Okay. Yeah. 
and I think what Shogabe does too is he makes everyone around him so much better. I mean, there were you know, three of the first four goals against Denfeld. We'll get to that game where goals from crashing D that Shogabe found after skating all over the zone. You know, the way he just sets things up for everyone else. I mean, he can. Yeah, yeah he's fine. Toys with people. Is yeah. he the. On January 22nd, is he the favorite to win with Chalky? Oh. Yeah, I think yeah. so. I think so too. And, and the who only else? reason who I else? question no, that, I, the only no. reason I'm questioning it, it's pretty hard for a Class A kid to win Mr. Hockey. Yeah, it is. Yeah, not impossible. No, no, I know he did, yeah. but it's not easy. No, and he plays six hours away from a lot of the voters. Yeah, but he's been you know, he's played high school for four years. People know who he is. He's not. I am not, not saying. I, I, yeah. I'm saying he would if I'm casting my if I had to cast my ballot today he would be. Get the one spot. But just right? like the Biondi year, Matt Gleason was not as high of a draft pick as Biondi was. Correct. And I would say the same with Thorson is probably most people's uh, number two-ish to Fisher, mm-hmm. somewhere in that range, right? Yeah. Fisher might be the higher draft pick, but Thorson wasn't on the midterm central scouting. Yeah, yeah. and I, I think Fisher actually entered the season as the favorite after what he did in the Elite League. Sure. Yeah, I would. It, so I would say he's dipped down to two or three. Yeah, and he's going to have to make a major push in the next two weeks. Yeah, right. Yeah, I would agree. Fair? I would. Agree. I don't know how we got into Mr. Hockey. Yeah, speculation, but, but that's that show is coming that, up. But that's why this show is fun. We just yeah. kind of we can riff wherever we go. Yeah, love that take. I wish I could say it was my own. It's hot take. And mm-hmm. so, just like the seventeen team for Rapids, whereas that team was destined to win state, and we all felt that at various points of the year, especially did we, did we though at the beginning and at the section quarterfinal game or semifinal game? Yes, when they turned it on against Silk River. Yeah, that was that, that was, was when they, yeah, that's when I knew that they were going to win. The year so. they turned it on against Silk River. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the year that we were standing on the top rail yeah. at Braemar, you and I. And watching Casey barely yeah. beat prior leg. Oh, yeah. Then they came back. That's yeah. when they scored three goals yeah. in like yes. two yeah. and a half minutes. Right, right. So, and there's been moments of this War Road season that it's like this is a team of okay. destiny that way. We, 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 this is the best part of this discussion and yeah. uh, what Carter tweeted and all that stuff. But all of that stuff is great. But nobody, nobody in this state, period, except the three of us, is willing to go on a limb and go, Eastside could beat these guys. Yeah. One game, they could. neutral sites. Eastside could definitely mm-hmm. do it. And you know where I'm going to be. You're going to be there. I'll be there. For sure, I'll be there. My body I, can't I take not, another trip. I will I'm not just miss that game. Apparently not. <laughs> I will not miss that game. It's going to be That game is going to be probably one of the best games of the year. That's going yeah. to be the equivalent yeah. to the Hermantown game. I, I can't say 100% I'll be there. I mean, yeah. if, if Warl goes down to East Side, thumps them 7-1, and they come back and beat them, I'm like, I ain't going to that game. No, Cause no I, way. I, it doesn't, I, I just can't see them mentally beat, you know, getting uh, getting, getting yeah. beat. I just can't. I want to go to the if best games. If they split or if the games are really close, close, the rivalry between those two cities is fantastic. I'm super optimistic that I'll have these two programs again on Friday Night Ice next year. Well, the the rivalry really cool. between the programs, the rival you think it's about stronger like, than Roro Rozo right now and every no one would deny that. The mm-hmm. the, the person who scored the game-winning goal to keep coach Hardwick out of the state tournament. 
was Tyler Palmasino. Yes. <laughs> Think like, about ooh, that. Yeah. Ooh. So I mean, like this deep is cut. it. It um it goes deep, and I think it's and we've I've talked to Tweet about this a number of times. It's a bigger rivalry game. It is. No one will argue it. Yeah. Okay. Right. Speaking of Rozo, they go two to two with Wyzetta. The day after this That's was a, oof. That's that was a an oof. oof. That's an you oof. can't say bus legs when you've already no. spent when two you were up there. Place. Yeah, they, and they came up Thursday. Oh, they came up Thursday <laughs> too. Yeah, no bus yeah. legs. No bus legs. Yeah, and I the shots were lopsided, of course, but still, you got to score more than two on Rozo. Mm-hmm. Um, Southwest Christian three, New Ulm one. We talked about that uh, with Coach a little bit ago, but yeah, this is a. It, when you play cupcakes and get to a little bit of a harder team, this is what happens. Yeah, I agree. Um, Herm, er, St. Thomas, three. Hermantown, zero. And as Will said, it was dismal, the effort by Hermantown. <laughs> oh, Will, you have met the Mike Randolph forecheck. I, I watched about a period in this game, and it was classic, classic Randolph I bottled spoke- up, and Hermantown was... <laughs> I watched, uh, I talked to Will as well yeah. today. Oh, good. And yeah. he said it was a Master Series Mike Randolph game. Mm-hmm. Master Series. Some fancy Will term like that. Master that class. Master class. <laughs> master class. That's what master, class. Yeah. master class. Yeah. That was great. The, the fun factoid that made us start on Twitter that, that uh, Town had gone 182 games without being shut out. Last time oh. was in 2015 against Minnetonka. Huh. That's a good take. That's a really yeah. good take. I like this. We're nerding yeah. out tonight. Yeah. Hermantown's, yeah. Hermantown's breaking out. records this year. <laughs> <laughs> and they're good. Yeah, they're really yeah, good. They're really good. <laughs> um, okay. Hill Murray, four. Grand Rapids, one. It, mm. I note this because four goals on Rapids is not easy to do. He said six. Yeah. It's, 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 it's become easier. It's become easier. Right. Um, Matamidi 4, Eastridge 3, overtime. Good score for Eastridge again this week. That tells me a lot. What does it say? It just tells me that it goes back to that bottom 4 and 4A scare the crap out of me. 4AA. 4AA. That's what I meant, yeah. 4A doesn't scare me, but 4AA (laughs) does. No. You mean Uh, South St. Paul and St. Paul Johnson? And Chicago Lakes. Oof. Oof. Um, Rogers nine, Centennial five, again five nothing after one. Uh, with Rogers or Rogers, yeah, Rogers. It better be, yeah, or else yeah. Rogers yeah. would score nine in a row. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. who are they? Antover <laughs> against Benil? Wow. Uh, but still, that's I did a, not know that score. That's a little high scoring for a section game. That's all I'm going to say. You shouldn't let mm-hmm. it. You shouldn't let a team if you're up by five. Get five on you. That's all I'm saying. The game-winning goal was not the fifth goal. Right. That's bad. Um, War Road 8, Duluth-Denfeld 1. Yeah, I I went to this just to watch the show, (laughs) and it did not disappoint. Uh, Shugabe had a goal where he passed it to himself twice off the boards, shorthanded, did a wraparound and scored. Oh, that's not bad. It's like, holy smokes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pilgrim had four. Shrugabay had a goal wow. and five assists. It, it was roll out the pony show because it was 
It's just fun. When's Carson going to commit somewhere? It's so funny. I When I interviewed Jason a couple weeks ago, one of our questions is, would you rather get a hat trick or have three assists? Jason didn't hesitate. He goes, three assists, right? Mm-hmm. Which yeah. speaks to what you just said, Carl. And then he goes yeah. out that night and had a hat trick. Yeah. <laughs> and three assists? No, yeah. no, this was uh, against Rozo. I think he had okay. like three and yeah. maybe one or something like that. So, uh, Man, we're talking about World a lot. But mm-hmm. they're the number one team in the state. Man, we talk about them all the time. The I don't one, mind, but but they are the number one worth team. Talking about they're the number one team in the state. Re, let, remind that Eric, they're the number one team, team in, in the, the state. state. Um, Stillwater three, Blake three overtime. That's a bad Stillwater score. It's it's that's uh, they've been near each other in the rankings for a bit now. That's, I think that Blake is. is sneaky. Yeah, Not a mystery been. team, but they're yep. sneaky. They're gonna yeah. they're gonna make a really hard big Saturday game for whoever yes! they play. Like, why mm-hmm. is that up? Be like, mm, I don't no. want to play Blake. No, no, Edina, Balake, Edina you know? playing Balake. Oof, Oof. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I mean, ask Eden Prairie. I mean, they've played a lot yeah. of teams yeah. strangely mm-hmm. close. Yeah, and they yeah. have. Yeah. Uh, uh, Cranky is a good player. Yeah, very good player. So they have they have thoughts. some tools there. Absolutely. Um, Minnetonka three, Eden Prairie two, and it took a power play in the last minute to win this game. Yeah, yeah. So I I think the late it's, conference is going to get a little goofy. We're going to talk about this, but it's going to yeah. get a little goofy. Uh, I made a wager <coughs> with an Eden Prairie fan. Okay. That Eden Prairie would win because the Eden Prairie fan was like, there's no way we can beat Minnetonka. Mm. Mm. So I thought that was interesting. I lost money on that's the wager. F- that's fine. But I still feel strongly enough that Eden Prairie has enough talents and enough on their blue line that they're going to win some games in the late conference and they'll be a tough out come should I, Saturday. Should, should I say my bold prediction that Tonka's not going to make it to the section final? You've already said that once. I, I don't know if it was on air or not. Yeah, it was. It was? Okay. Mm-hmm. I've you said st- it a couple I'm times. sticking to it. Uh, I talked to, to an Eden Prairie parent today, and he, after the game, he looked at me and he's, today, and he goes, man, they're really good. They're loaded. They are. They really so, are. Right. Even though the team almost lost them, he just was really impressed with how much talent they had. Yeah, they're one of the best talent teams in the state. All right, what else? That's Any it. More? No, that was a lot of games. That was, that's my favorite was part of, of the show, though. It's just there was a lot of games this week. There'll and be a lot more next week, too. Fun discussion, that's for sure. That's for sure. Um, well, that uh, we bring into our next segment of the show is the Red Black League coaches segment with Ryan Newman. The Red Black League is an awesome league for off-season hockey, uh, whether it's the spring or the fall. Uh, either way, you want to get ready for your STP uh, skates in the summer with your high school team or you're coming out of August and you need some hockey to play in the fall, check out the redblackleagues.com. 
Um, at this point, we're going to take it to New Ulm coach Ryan Newman. Take it away, Danny. Thank you, Tony. Yes, we are joined with our Red Black League Coaches Corner interview. First one in a couple of weeks. Um, New Ulm head coach Ryan Newman. How are you doing, Ryan? Hey, I'm doing fine. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Oh, yes. We are definitely using our statewide interview, <laughs> having a guy from uh, Section 3 and New Ulm on the show. Uh, you're, thanks for making this a great show. I appreciate it. Oh, yeah. No, I appreciate your show. We listen to it. Uh, you know, I listen to it. My wife listens to it. I'm listening to it. She, she <laughs> off of it because she doesn't really have a choice sometimes when I just turn it on. So in, in a vehicle or whatever. So uh, enjoy the show. I've listened to it for years. So oh, that's phenomenal. You, you know, you own the distinction of the only coach to attend your players interview, state tournament interview. You still have that only distinction. <laughs> Yeah, I guess uh, I did. I didn't really know what to expect, and uh, the guys asked me, "They're like, Coach, you want to go up with us?" I was like, "I don't care. We'll go do lunch, and I'll take drive you up there, and yeah, we'll have a good time. I don't know. I'll just stay out of the way. It's about you guys." <laughs> How many of those guys? Do we have two guys or three? Uh, we had two: two. Uh, Jack Raymond and then Glavin Shugo. And they were good. They were good players too. Yeah, Jack Jack was a phenomenal goaltender, and uh, Glav was a very good goal scorer for us. So. And that's the last time you guys were at State eighteen nineteen, correct? Unfortunately, yeah. And yeah. You, is, did you beat Hutch that year to go to State? Uh, we did. We beat uh, we go. beat Hutch in the in the uh, section final there. Uh, we had a, another senior, Landon Strong, uh, that was a very phenomenal player. Um, played college football. He's playing college football at MSU right now, but. Wow. Uh, he could just take over hockey games when he wanted to, but he waited till section playoffs that year. He had like 11 <laughs> points on the season, and then he went off in section playoffs for like 15 goals. Wow. Um, he like threw us on his back against Hutch. We were down, and he scored four straight goals and said, let's go, boys. So, so let's fun. speak of that. Was that – were you playing at Gustavus that game? Yes, yes. Okay. How did we get did, – did COVID ruin the Gustavus experience, and now are we going back to Gustavus? Now, unfortunately, COVID's ruined a lot of things. But yeah, that was one of the things, <laughs> that was one of the things it, it did uh, impact us where we were at for section playoffs. Uh, you know, we we had to go to Litchfield a couple of years ago after COVID, which was that was during the COVID season, and yep. that was the semifinal. And uh, we walked into the rink, and you know, they have uh, I forget what religions up there, but they uh, rented out the rink that day, and it was like COVID didn't exist for these guys, and there's people everywhere. I called my AD, and I'm like, do we have to play this game? Oh, or, wow. or like, what do we do here? Because yeah. rinks full of people, and we had to play. But yeah, I was playing. He said you could leave, but I, we were going to play. But yes, Gus Davis has been taken away. But it sounds like it's back this year because we do not want to uh, end up in Mankato again against Mankato. Yeah, right. that's fair. That's fair. Right. Um, well, we jumped ahead a little bit. Yeah, sorry. yeah. No, sorry. that was on us. That was on us. Don't I, say got sorry. I got excited. I got excited. I got excited. I'd like to just learn a little bit about your background. Did you grow up in the New Ulm area? Uh, yeah, so actually I'm from Philadelphia originally. Um, oh, moved wow. to, Yeah, moved to Minnesota when I was in third grade. My dad worked for 3M, uh, moved out here. Uh, I played. Oh, I lived in uh, Philadelphia, then New Jersey for two years. I played tackle football in New Jersey and loved the contact and hitting. And when I moved to Minnesota, one of my dad's coworkers that had a son around my age said, well, you know, get him in hockey. Obviously, you can hit there because football here was just flag football, so I was a little disappointed. Um, Wait, so yeah. third grade was tackle football in Philly? 
Oh, yeah. In New, Jer- in New Jersey, it is. Oh, yeah. New Jersey is full-fledged. Yep, football in Bloomington. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I still am in contact with my uh, kindergarten and first grade coach, uh, Vinny Seminero, and it's a very strong Italian, but his daughter was um, my sister's age, so I got to know them very well as well. So we still talk to – I still talk to coach actually to this day. <laughs> wow. So where are your parents from originally? So uh, where- we – I was born in Levittown, Pennsylvania, so right on the border of, uh, yeah, Pennsylvania. of yeah, Pennsylvania and New Jersey, and that's where both my parents are from. Um, majority of my family lives out there. That's where I was leading yeah. you, yeah. Yeah, majority of my family. Actually, I uh, have a second cousin that was the goaltender at Penn State here for the last, well, he just graduated, Peyton Jones. Um, really? Yeah, you know, he's, he's, a, he's a relative of mine. Um, and then his brother, Nolan, plays professional baseball as well. So and, and Peyton's now playing in Ireland right now, currently. Okay, so Dad, he had a job with 3M. Yeah. And is there a, is there a manufacturing plant? Why, why New Ulm it, yeah, we and have, not, we have a and not, not Maplewood? Yeah, we have a plant actually down here in New Ulm. Okay. Uh, they have two, two plants actually in New Ulm. Bigger ones. Okay. Um, yeah, so we have that. And actually my sophomore year, my dad ended up transferring up to the, uh, moved up to Woodbury right after I graduated actually. Okay. And then worked for the world headquarters. He traveled quite a bit for 3M. He was gone all the time, uh, either in Austin. And then once he went for the world headquarters then he started working overseas more. Got it. So yeah, Got that's it. how I ended up in, in Minnesota. And so did you start left. skating when you were in third grade? I did. Yes. You never played hockey in never. In New I I had some cousins out like uh, all my older cousins, um, my my closest family of of my my godmother and godfather that we always spent time at as children. Uh, they had four boys that were all older than me. They all played the cross and and different things like that out there. Um, but we used to skate on their. Uh, they had a, just a little crick in their backyard that we'd skate on. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's actually the first time I skated was on that crick. Um, but other than that, yeah, I just picked it up here and my youth coaches were great and, and just kind of jumped into it and went from there, played one year of squirts and went on to peewees and yeah, never looked rest, back, never really looked back and love the sport. So you started in third grade, Tony starts as a freshman varsity JV. That's pretty good. That's pretty impressive. impressive. That's yeah, impressive. I, was a, I, I wouldn't say I started. I was a fourth line, you know. I, yeah, I played like three, three, three periods of JV and then, you know, sat and froze, you know. The, I was the guy that, you know, sweat all game and then you get to sit on the bench and then coach asks you last five minutes if you want to go into the game. And, yeah, sometimes, yeah, and sometimes, no, really, I don't know if I want to, coach. <laughs> so when did uh, – we, we talked a little bit about Sleepy Eye before and you guys practice and use their facility and your youth association uses the facility there. When did the, the the merger take place? When did Sleepy Eye go away and then become part of New Ulm? You know, I, I think it's – I don't know the exact years. I want to say it's it's going on about 10 years now. Okay. 20, I, think I was telling Tony or Danny before we had started here, uh, 2015 state tournament team was – we don't go to the state tournament that year without – the merger of Sleepy Eye. Uh, our goaltender was from Sleepy Eye. Brandon Helgett, one of our leading goal scorers, goal scorers was from Sleepy Eye. Uh, Lucas Heiderscheid, a big defenseman that we had. Uh, so a few guys that we had had. Um, actually, I coached that whole group in Bantams. Um, we That was before there was single A and double A, too. And, and I was telling Danny, we used to wear the Sleepy Eye jerseys. All of our A-teams in youth hockey wore the Sleepy Eye jerseys when we first merged before we figured out what we wanted to do for the youth hockey jerseys. Right. So it was 2010-2011 is the last year of Sleepy Eye. Got it. Okay. Is that what it was? Okay. Yeah. Yep. I'm just looking okay. it up right now. So okay. 
where did you go to college and what do you do now for a living? I mean, how did so I, I went to, to college down in uh, Des Moines uh, to DMAC, uh, yep. area community college actually kind of went down on a limb. One of my good buddies was going down there to play baseball. I didn't really know what I wanted to do with life at that point in time. So I ended up just saying, Hey, I'll, I'll go down. I'll live with you and I'll, I'll give school a try. And, and, and now I work for, I work in sales. I sell it okay. um, for a, uh, Thriviana local company and actually we have an office now up in Eden Prairie as well so I uh, go up there quite a bit too when I can. Okay um, and how did you get involved in coaching especially at the high school level and Bantam level? Uh, it was just something uh, I always had a passion as soon as I graduated really once I moved back um, I had my nephews uh, we're playing um, and just kind of got into it. And actually before they were there, I, I started coaching our Bantam B team back in, I think it was 2002 or three. So about three years out of college um, was coaching. So I, I'm, I'm going on about almost 18, 19 years of coaching in New Alma already uh, between Bantams um, and then high school. I took a little break for a little bit and then I came back and started coaching again. And then the high school transition, really, I coached our Bantam A team for four years and then uh, set her home, uh, Eric, that was previous coach before me, uh, good friend of mine. And I kind of knew that he was going to be, it was his last year of coaching. So then he finally brought me on his staff as the JV coach, just kind of to see where things would go from there. Um, obviously, he wouldn't keep me in Bantams. That's why I was never on the staff because it's same, the same thing I have is I could pluck in any good Bantam coach up. Uh, uh, out of my association, but I'd rather have a good Bantam coach and, and figure something else out for a volunteer coach at the high school level. So, so yeah, coaching has been, yeah, it's been a passion. It's been a, a big thing. Um, had some good teams. Like I said, our 2015 team, when I coached those guys in Bantams, those who four single A and double A, and we had ended up actually uh, regionals were down in the Vern and we lost to Eden Prairie in overtime and Burnsville or Burnsville, I think was the other team that had, had beat us down there and they beat us by a goal and we hit, hit the pipe a couple times on them too. So we had a very competitive team. So I knew those guys were going to be pretty good in high school. Yeah. That's a very competitive team that you think about yes. it. You know, EP, very. you know, that, that was Casey's year, right? In 15? Uh, what year would that have been? No, that was oh, after that Casey. No, this would have been like 2000, that, that first year of the merger. So like 2012, 2000. you know, when these guys were Bantams. That could so have been, that been Brock Besser. Yeah, that could have been Besser. Besser might have been there. That and been Spinner Besser. and Snuggerood for the yes. EP. Yeah, that group. That's really good hockey. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, there were some, some phenomenal teams. That's why I Jack kind of joke. Those guys say it to me now. They're like, Coach, if we would have had single A double A back then, we would have dominated single A. I'm like, I know. It would have been a fun group. We would have had a lot of fun. And and that's when we had Berkner, our goalie. But like that game against EP, I think he had 60, like 60 saves and we lost 5 2. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah and we had like 23 shots or whatever it was so we gave him a game though all right i gotta ask i'm gonna go off the the card here a little bit um i went and you and i chatted about this last week i went down and i think i've told you about this i went down to the section final laverne and new all and girls yeah section three and i was a no offense ryan i was expecting the Exchange Arena. That's what I was expecting. <laughs> I was ex in, in Little Falls. That's kind of what I was expecting. It's going to be this dumpy little barn, and it's going to be cold. You, you put your finger down, and it's just black. It, yeah, I might lean against the wall, and I might fall over. You know. <laughs> so we show up, 
you know, I show up at the rink and I'm like, this looks like a museum or a really nice high school with a beautiful atrium. I'm like, well, where's the rink? You know, <laughs> that was literally the first thing. Well, where's the rink? I'm like, all right, well, it looks like everyone's kind of walking towards the museum. So, all right. <laughs> so I walk in and open the door and okay, it, there's like marble floors and <laughs> basically I'm looking for like the art wing to yeah. this place and I'm like, this is the rink. I mean, they all got hockey jackets on, right? They all got hockey jackets on. They're all bundled up and walking in. And I'm like, this is not bad, you know? And then I go, I went into the little rink, you know, your practice rink, go to the left. And I'm like, this place is sweet. This place is going to be hopping in here. And believe it or not, Ryan, I told you, I didn't even go over the main Olympic sheet because that's where the section final was. There was no need to go over and check it out. And yeah, I, the girls play in a small sheet, and the boys play in a big sheet. So it was gorgeous. The rink was awesome. And again, they didn't have stands on the other side, but it was really nice. And I was like, man, if I'm Ryan, that's where I left. And I said, I'm Ryan, and I'm the women's girls coach. And well, they, it's not hard to attract someone to come and play hockey in a building like that. No, it's not. And that's where even in the youth, we get teams that are coming back continuously just for our building, you know, have the good, I mean, we, we have a lack of hotels is, is probably the biggest thing that hurts us. Um, but other than that, uh, our facility, people love it. We have, you know, when uh, we we're hosting PE double A and single A actually. This I year, know. Oh, wow. State tournament and, and I was going to say, you better get some hotels. <laughs> yeah. We, you know, Mankato gets a little bit of our overflow and then sleepy. I built a new, new American Inn over there. So, which isn't terribly, it's a 10 minute ride. So it's not like it's terrible for, for people to drive from there. I do laugh though. Some of the Metro folk, they're like, well, you we have to stay in sleepy eye and drive 10 minutes. I'm like, well, it's the same as when we're up in the Metro at a youth tournament. We still gotta, <laughs> we're in traffic for 20. So I don't yes. know, just, you're not dealing with anything. You can stop at Carl's corner, get some good chicken on your way. Metro people are the most spoiled. And, and, and I mean, spoiled, you could say spoiled, like from a spoiled ch- child spoiled, but they're also spoiled with just, so many great at you know hockey activities oh yeah strung together week by week by week so it's like you know like for example i run the bantam elite league like we literally have to beg them to drive to st cloud while the northern teams and the outstate teams have Don't to care. come all three weekends down to twin cities like oh st cloud i <laughs> oh, mean like 71 miles wow you poor thing and it's yeah, just like there's so many good little- things I give a little grief. I coach the grade eight, so I give a little grief to to the Creighton and St. Thomas boys, like when they're whining about. It, you know, we're playing at Doug Woog Arena, so it's like, <laughs> wow, oh, Wakota, Wakota. Like, oh, you know, and I'm like, guys, I just drove two hours. Yeah, right. And I drive up for one practice, and they're complaining about the practice the one night, and I'm like, you had to drive ten minutes, like, yeah, I just drove on a Wednesday night at, to practice at six thirty. And yeah. for an hour and a half, and then I'm going to turn around and drive home again. And you guys are whining about your 10-minute ride over to here? Yeah, <laughs> so it, I, it's five you know, minutes past Robert Street where they're normally yeah. hanging out. I uh, met this woman. Her They moved from Philadelphia and played District 6, but they were from Eden Prairie. And um, and I, I was just like, so how do you like it? How do you like it? Oh, we love it here. This is great. He goes, every game is good. They're all good games. The competition's phenomenal. It's cheap. You know, she's going on and on. He goes, I got a funny story for you, though. I'm like, what's that? He goes, yeah, we had to play Waconia. And this was back when Waconia had a pretty oh. darn good Pee Wee A team. We had to play Waconia. And 
everyone on the team was whining about having to drive all the way out to Waconia. <laughs> and I'm from Philadelphia, and we drove on a country road out to Waconia. It was a pretty little drive. It was like 22 minutes. And the Waconia team was really good. And I'm like, why are people complaining, I'd use a different word, about yes. <laughs> driving to Waconia for 22 minutes? This was awesome hockey and an awesome experience for us. Yeah. You know? I. I often people often say like, "Oh, that's a lot of driving." Like for me, it's like it's not. No, it's really not that much driving. No, it's tougher. It's tougher. That which kind of leads to the reason we're we have you on the pod today is just talk a little bit about life and times of a new home player, boys or girls, and all the different travels and who you guys play against, and we just want to kind of inform people a little bit different story. Well, let's take it that way, Tony. So let's talk about. The New Orleans section has always been crazy, too. It, 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 they've always not been in, let's say, the teams that they play aren't the teams that are right next to them, as Ryan plugs in his computer. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so let, let's talk about that. Right now, you just got gerrymandered into playing Mankato's to get to state. Yeah, and, and actually, I mean, good in word. reality, that's where we should be. They're 25 minutes away, and we don't play each other. It's it's kind of, you know, but I'm driving two and a half hours to go somewhere else. I'll just leave it at that. And um, But, yeah, it's I don't mind the Mankato, the move with the Mankatos being in there um, at all. Um, I do miss the Litch and Hutch. Obviously, that's yep. been a great rivalry for years for us, and, and we still play play them and and i even said i i told Tlecky when we were up there i wish we could play you guys twice still um you know it's a good game we know it's gonna good be a good game every time we're up there and competitive but you know it, it is what it is and we've been kind of jockeyed around and like i even said when i played we <laughs> played against some other teams that were a little further away than even where we're at now that speaking of barns it's another nice barn not as nice as yours but hutch is another really nice facility for kids to play hockey in it is, yeah. Hutch has got a nice rink. Uh, I mean, there's some nice rinks down here that, that you go to, and then you're going to find some that are, are not so nice. But, I mean, Marshall's got a beautiful facility. Uh, that's a nicer one. But some of the other ones we go to, yeah, it's, it is what it is. So let's talk about the life and times of the Big South. You know, I warned you that we were going to bring up the Big South, and it's one of the knocks against New Ulm is that they, you know, you guys have run up a really gaudy record in your league. And – Talk about that, the life and times of the Big South. Well, uh, I guess I'll start it out. It's not by choice that we want to be playing everybody twice, um, at least on my side. Um, we've been pushing it. Uh, coach said at home before I was there, even before this happened, uh, with administration, with it. You know, obviously at that time, football was the big driver of conferences then. Sure. And then foot football got rid of conferences uh, like two years later. So for hockey, we got thrown into it. And, you know, it, it's no slight against some other teams. It's just we're not – we're not really comparable associations to these teams that were, were playing in youth hockey. And then even on the, on the high school side of things uh, with number wise and, and just the cost of what it's costing our school to send our JV, you know, our, our normal schedule, once my schedule comes out, I'll have our 25 games and JV's got 11. So then it's that much work for me to go out and try and find 14 more games for our JV. Cause our JV's got to play games too. Who do and they then, play then? So like this Tuesday when we're varsity is going to Fairmont, JV is going. They're on a bus and they're going to Albert Lee. Oh wow! Um, but doesn't that clog up 
Albert Lee's JV schedule too? No, because we, we try and find teams that don't have, like some of the big nine schools also don't have, you know, Austin and Winona, some of the schools don't have JVs as well. So we just kind of piggyback off of them and, and try and work out games with those teams that we just essentially send out emails, communications, just trying to find any game we can. I just paid for some buses for a, some for our Friday Night Ice product, and it's not cheap. No, it's not. And, and, you know, and it's even like the one year we went, the varsity boys were down. This one, Southwest Christian's first year that they, before they even had the varsity team, they just had a JV. They reached out and they wanted to play our JV. And varsity is down in Laverne. And I sent my JV coaches up to uh, Richfield to go play a, a JV game <laughs> that, that same night. Um, <laughs> That's insane. It, it is what it is. So it, it's because some of our frustration and, you know, we've been proposing to go, uh, you know, big school, small school in the Big South, East, West, something, you know, or I've even proposed to the coaches, hey, if you got a GV, I'll play you twice. If you don't, I'll, I'll play you once, make it a four-point game. Uh, but it's not really getting anywhere so far um, because on their side, they're saying they don't know who to play. But and then my comment back is, well, what do you gain by getting beat by 12 goals? Like, yeah. how are you ever going to build a program if you never have success? Right. Um, you got to have success to build a program and to get kids, youth kids out for hockey. Uh, so I think that's kind of, you know, and it, I just kind of say, well, it's not really our problem because I'm turning down good games uh, with teams to play, but I can't because there were 16 games in a conference. 16 so, games. Yeah. So that means <laughs> nine out of conference games. That's it. That's nothing, really, when you think about it. No, and it, it, it just puts that much pressure on our guys, too, when we have that non-conference game. Like, we can't – I mean, I'll bring up yesterday. We, we dropped one to Southwest Christian, but it, it's like you just go through a schedule like this, and it, Southwest Christian, you know, they're a good team, but it's not somebody we should lose to. Well, um, but it just makes it look that much worse on us when we lose that game because of – you know, oh, you dominate your conference, but you can't win outside of it. And if you drop one, everybody's like, "Well, you're 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 only two, two and one out, outside of your conference this year, but you're thirteen and zero in your conference." How how does that play effect into section meetings? Then have you noticed? Um. Well, I mean, I guess the bad thing for like Mankato is being in there. Every everybody else in our section is in our conference. Sure. Sure. So they see us. They see you know they're not Mankato's not playing them either. So that that can affect them as far as. You know, unless a coach or somebody isn't a fan of mine, they're probably going to seed me ahead of Mankato just for the fact that they saw us twice and they don't see Mankato and they just look at their record. You know, so it's kind of a, a it's it's a negative effect on Mankato's, um, but that's also they don't they choose not to play anybody in the section as well. Because you guys got coin flipped last year to determine this. Yeah, we, yeah, we did. We won the coin flip. Memory. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we, we we won. Where the was flip. the coin flip? You know, it's a, that's a mystery, Tony. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> we just got an email that New Orleans Shut up. number one seed. Yeah. What? You weren't, and, like, present? No. No. <laughs> and you didn't argue. Did you Did you protest? Or did, or did Adam? We were the ones. No, no, but did Adam protest? Yeah, like Coach Freeze? No, I don't think he cared. He got the home ice advantage by playing at the, you know, over at the College of Mankato. So he got that. We got the one CD. They got to play at their home rink. So uh, <laughs> Coach Freeze and I are good buddies. So we 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 text and, and smart off to each other quite a bit about some things. So. I can't see him smarting off. I really, yeah, that's, I, I'm that's not, not like that. him. Yeah. I'm not seeing that. <laughs> yeah, we, we uh, yeah. And I, 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 I like to, and we coached against each other in Bantams as well. Oh, so sure. That makes sense. For years when he coached a Mankato Bantam team. So. Yeah. 
let's let's go back to this. And it's not it's like a Rubik's cube. But how do you get out of this sixteen game schedule? Is it is it just kind of like a? Are you landlocked by the ads? Like is it laziness of ad? Because that's what I always think is the ads just love having their sixteen games booked or. Does does your I think AD? It's easy, it's easy for them to make the schedule. Obviously, yeah. Off of that. Yeah, I always tell people that. I'm like they they should play conference games. I'm like, well, ads are lazy or overworked. You, yeah, depending it, on the yeah. how how you look at it, right? And my ad does a great job. You know, we we have conversations sometimes about our schedule. Like, I'm not happy to be playing a Monday game this week. Um, but it would just got flip flop because Wyndham they don't have ice on or something. I don't know what it is. They can't play on Tuesdays, so they play games on Mondays. So last year we played them on a Monday, so then they flipped us to play at home on a Monday night, and we just played three games this week. So we played Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday last week. Now we played Monday, Tuesday, Thursday this week. Oh my god! <laughs> you you got to practice. <laughs> so that's right. where 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 I gave my AD a little grief about that. But uh, you know, it just comes down to uh, I don't. I wish I had an answer exactly. Um, it, it's some of the superintendents are I push it as well. It's, you know. But the superintendent would push for it because that would save money, but it really doesn't save you guys money. Your superintendent's got to be like, no, like we don't want it, right? Uh, it could be. I, yeah. I won't say a whole lot of comments on that. I want to keep my job. So yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. Um, but we are, our, our superintendent is done after this season, after the school year. So, you know, we don't know what's going to happen. He was, you know, a big driver of the big South to put us in there for other sports and it made sense for other sports. And I get yeah. that, but also we've been invited in the right County. And that got oh. declined, and I'm like, we needed to go to the right county. And I talked to like our baseball coach, basketball coach, and those coaches were like, that would be awesome. That's a huge. That would be a huge win. Yeah, yeah. huge. Yeah, that, yeah, that would have been huge for us. But obviously, I don't know. And I, my other thing is, let's play. I, I, and Coach Setterholm said it before too. He wanted to play independent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll go independent, but I don't know. We'll we'll see where things go. What shakes out. Uh, with this, um, we met last year at the Big South coaches meeting back in April and went through all this voting stuff about what changes we'd make and then never heard anything about it anyway. So it was like, well, I just wasted an hour and a half of my time at that meeting. Um, but it is what it is. Yeah, Rapids went independent. I don't know if you remember that. They went independent, uh, their state tournament run runs in recently. 17? Yeah, 16, 17. They moved independent and moved out of the Iron Range. Yes, conference. yes. And I think they're just kind of following East because East had done it yeah. a few years prior to that. Oh, I would have to ask Carl, but I think it was longer than a few years. On really? That. Yeah. Think, was it maybe like 2005 or six? It right? could be. We'll ask Carl. Yeah, we'll let him know. Yeah. Carl will know that's that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> sure he would. That's where we need Carl. He you know, and, sure. and I'm not the only coach, obviously, that that has these thoughts in the section or in the conference. It's it's not just like New Alms the only one pushing it. There's some other schools now. I mean, Wasika's got a good group of Bantams, so now they're kind of pushing for it as well now. And I kind of laughed. I said, oh, now you're on board. Right. <laughs> now right. you're on board. <laughs> now you're on board. We've been – I mean, New Alms had some pretty good success over the – well – we probably had the most success in, in the southern part of the state in the last 20 years, I would say. I mean, just outside of maybe Lords uh, for state tournaments and, and different things throughout there that we just kind of get overshadowed, I guess, by other things, I guess. Right. Um, talk. Let's talk a little bit about the uh, 507, just kind of in general. Uh, it's the forgotten uh, area code. Um, walk through some of the, 
the, the highs and the lows of, of the 507 as far as comp, competition level, development. Um, it, it hasn't quite been as good as, as the other area codes in the state. No, it, it hasn't. And I mean, if you, if you look west of us, it's lack of numbers that, that we're seeing in their youth programs, obviously. Um, our, our numbers are booming. We have uh, this year between, we, we run our mites differently yet. Our, our mites are still in Sleepy Eye. And then our, our mites are in Nuam, and then they combine at squirts. Okay. Uh, but, but combined, we I think this year we're at 188 U players, wow. uh, which is awesome for our – it's the biggest numbers that we've had. Uh, and I'd say 100 of them are 6 U. You know, it's just like a, a, a mad circus when you go to the rink for their practice. With that's all awesome. Kids up there. Yeah, but it's it, – chaos, control chaos is always good, and that's what I explained to our parents. I'm our hockey development coordinator on our HOC and have to try and explain a lot of decisions that are made uh, hockey-related that we have to do throughout the association um, that I kind of – and my staff takes on. Um, what we do here on our development, and, and I'm seeing some of the other uh, groups kind of follow us to the West now, is for the last, since I've been a high school coach, we run a skills night every Monday night that my high school staff puts on. So I'm at, I'm at the rink on Mondays from 3 o'clock till 10 o'clock. Um, I coach the high school team, then I jump on. My whole staff, we run a skills night for the squirt group for an hour 15 minutes, the PB group for an hour 15 minutes, and then our Bantam group for an hour 15. Um, and then our goalies have individual uh, we, we've had Devonier goalies uh, coming down, goalie school coming down, and they're on the other rink with our goaltenders, and then we're running a skill development on the other side. Um, and now we're starting to see some of the other associations kind of trying to piggyback what we're doing. I don't know what, what how it's going for them. I have a luxury of having a pretty good staff and, and good youth coaches that work in. So pretty much after I get done with this call today, I'll, I'll hop on my computer and I'll do three practice, well, four practice plans. Uh, the varsity one, the squirt one, the, the PV one, and our Bantam practice plans for, for tomorrow night. I, I guess I would never have guessed this about New All. That, like, that's so cool that you get to be with the squirts on, you know, on up, too. And you really, like, there's something special about that. Yeah, it's just building our hockey culture, being around them kids. And even yesterday, we we had the Chaska Chan Square B team, and I'm working a penalty box, and this kid trying to do the Michigan to put the pucks in the net or in a bucket. And I, I'm like, you pull that Michigan off in the game or whatever, and I'll, I'll buy you a Gatorade after the game or whatever. <laughs> he didn't do it, but then all of a sudden, he's back at the rink, and he sees me as the high school. He didn't know I was the varsity coach. And then I'll say, he's like, whoa, whoa, you're the varsity coach because we were playing after them. And then, yeah, he's like, I'll, I'll do the Michigan next time for you. I said, all right, all right. He didn't know. <laughs> but just talking to these kids, I, I mean, I enjoy just being around kids. Like, it, it's fun just talking to hockey. And I talk to these kids about hockey. And, you know, whenever they come into the penalty box, we have a quick little conversation about it and <laughs> send them out. I don't know if the coaches always like it, but it's like my role's a little different. So I kind of understand what's going on. But, yeah, just the overall hockey culture that we built here with our, we have a, a, a group, uh, a hockey operations committee that we run that we started back in 2006. Uh, that's headed by Mike Peterson is, is the head of it. And actually he's going to be done after this season. And my assistant coach uh, moved in from Superior uh, is a JV coach. He's going to take over as our hockey ops guy. I didn't want it. I have enough on my plate <laughs> as the hockey, do I do the hockey development coordinating side of it. So and run all of our youth camps. I run a seven-week youth camp in the summer, uh, Monday and Tuesday nights for for three hours that I do. 
uh, a seven week straight or lead him up to the season and kind of go with it from there. Make it, it's, I, I think I charge him 275 per kid, about as cheap as it gets for right 14 hours ice for, for kids. And, and just, we're just trying to do everything we can. And then I have the high school guys help out with that and, and get them involved as much as I can. In a small town, you have to do that. If you want to have a good program, you have to all work together. Where do you see, it sounds like with your sophomore class, it, you got a kind of a real bright future. Uh, do you see a lot of the same numbers uh, at, at the youth program, uh, ninth, 8th, 7th, 6th as well? Um, th- this year at the Bantam program is, is the least numbers that we've had, but that's going to happen when you have 23 move up out of Bantams, and me even trying to explain that to the parents at the Bantam. We ended up just skating a Bantam A team this year. We don't have a Bantam. We had some, some Bantam B players that chose not to play hockey this year. Uh, for whatever reasons, and then it kind of put us in a situation where we just ended up with one one Bantam team. But um, we have uh, Pee Wee's numbers are good. Uh, our our squared teams, we have three squared teams, an A, B, and a C team. Uh, That's awesome. All, all of those teams have 13 kids on them. Um, so we have, we have numbers. Um, and, again, our MITE program's in the right direction as well. Okay. That's fantastic. Um, tell us a little bit about this year's team. Yeah. Uh, so uh, you're 13, team, two uh, and one. You you tried to back out of the podcast today after a loss to Southwest Christian, but I, well, I, I wasn't backing out. I just wanted to make sure I wasn't getting nicks. Um, you know, it's, this group is actually kind of, uh, it's funny cause nobody really talks about this group from New Alm, even no offense to you guys, everybody was all over Mankato East to start yep. the season. And, and even people are talking about Laverne and Marshall and, and it's like, Oh, well, New Alm's always been pretty good. And we just joke about it. It's like, we've always been pretty consistent, but nobody really cares what we do. It is what it is, or we end up losing some big games. So, um, but this group of uh, seniors and juniors actually qualified for the first ever state tournament that was canceled due to COVID. (laughs) So uh, this group of kids have had some very good success over the years. And a lot of the players aren't very well known to, to people. Uh, Our senior defenseman, Jack Albrecht is an absolute stud and nobody really knows who he is. (laughs) He can control a game, and and he's a very good hockey player. And then we have a junior, Austin Eaker, who just obviously our, our schedule helps, but he got his 100 points already, and he's played 40, I don't know, 45 high school games wow. or whatever it is. So, you know, he can put the puck in the net. And we have some other guys, you know, our, our goaltender actually didn't start playing. It's actually Braxton Hoffman's younger brother. He didn't start playing goalie, too. He was a peewee. And right. And he got them to the, they shut out Mankato one nothing to go to state in Bantams um, back in, you know, a couple years ago in Marshall. Yeah. Back in Marshall when that was there. So uh, it's a, it's a good group of kids and they all just get along and uh, the coaching staff has a blast with them. Uh, it's, it's one of my, I'd say tighter knit groups that I've had uh, just all the way one through 20. Um, so that's, that's awesome. And, and they just, they get along and, yeah, just your typical high school boys. You mentioned earlier that we're head back to Gustavus. Is that has that been published on the the MSHSO website, or you just know that? I, from I believe section so. Um, this is all what I've been told. I guess I I have not confirmed it myself. This is what I've been told at semifinals and, and finals. We're back at, at Gustavus, okay. uh, and I hope so because the atmosphere on especially semifinals is, is is pretty cool over there. Even for Section Three A, I know it's hard to get in. <laughs> 
yeah it, it's it's fun over there um we used to have, we used to fight the demons there new Ulm could you know um my assistant coach cody cone that played um you know we would always lose there when we were the one seed when as players and and finally when we broke through in 2019 when he was my assistant coach him him and sean stewart were both my assistants i thought they both were just going to start bawling because they finally won a game there (laughs) i was like yeah this one's for you guys too so that that was pretty cool uh for those guys to fight that demons and and to get through that so we're excited to be back there there's a lot of that throughout the state yeah metro teams can't win at 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 certain places yeah Delano couldn't win it parade forever. Ever. Yeah. You know, yeah. so it's, you're not the only one, but it's, it's interesting that it kind of becomes a mental thing. Yeah. 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 So, well, I really enjoyed having you on today. We have a, our guest coming on from uh, Duluth, Andy Larson. So in a little bit, in a little bit. I'm pretty excited about that. Ryan, yeah. thanks for taking time out today and joining us on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys, and and have a good rest of the year, and hopefully we can uh, pull off some more wins here. And and we'll see and we'll see you again with uh, when you make it to state. You come come up with one of your one or two of your players for their interview. Nah, maybe I'll just ship them up now. <laughs> <laughs> see, a lot of them are scared to drive in the metro. You know, they don't get out much. So. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, Ryan so, yeah. Newman, head coach at New Ulm High School. All right. Well, that was a great interview. Good to hear that. But now I think it's time for some Jack's Cafe rankings. Oh, did you say Jack's Cafe? Did you say Jack's Cafe. Oh, let's I, I said Jack's Cafe. I'm not sure I can put my thing over it, but I'm kind of loopy right now. I'm going to give it a shot. I'm, I'm, gonna I'm really gonna excited to watch him put this hat on over the headphones. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a great fashion statement. It's You're like the guy from Fat Albert. You guys probably don't even know who that is. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. No. <laughs> yeah, let's not bring up Bill Cosby in the show again, Tony. That's right. He was the creator of that. Yeah. Oh yeah! Yikes! Canceled. It's hard. Canceled hard. Let's talk about Jack's Cafe instead. Okay, let's talk about Jack's. Ooh, ooh! Keep keep going. I got something for Jack's Cafe. Jack's Cafe. Love this, by the way. This Um, is really good. We're thinking about next week possibly doing a show from Jack's remotely. Remotely doing a show from Jack's Cafe. So, um, stay tuned for that. But as Tony looks up a little bit. From Jack's Cafe, probably a promo that he's going to read. Yes. Okay, Tony, you got it. Here we go. Oh, my gosh. You're teed up now. Okay, so I got an email from Bill Kozlak. Nice. And here we go. It's called the Champions Buffet Special. Oh, Youth, sports, or high school teams, team banquet. You can go. Listen to this. This is so good. I'm ready. 35 bucks a kid. That's not bad. Not bad. You get a Jack's house salad, dinner rolls, choice, house so good. choice of grilled, I'm so hungry right now, grilled chicken breast, baked lasagna, baked quarter chicken, beef tips with Bordelais, oh. broiled salmon, mm. roasted pork loin, breaded chicken tenders. That is the most yeah. peewee yeah. entree ever, by the way. <laughs> Sides, mashed potatoes, gravy, penne pasta. Roasted Yukon gold potatoes, tater tots, oh. another yeah. seventh grade special. Chef's vegetable and the dessert, cupcakes, assorted cookies and bars, or chocolate mousse. Think about that for your banquet. 35 bucks a head. You that like, is amazing. I can't even go out to eat that right now. That is amazing. Like, I and it's that cheap. I love that. I just, I'm, I, I, when I got this email. Okay, so I, Tony, I want to do. 
the Jack special? What do I need to do? Okay, call Bill Kozlak at Jack's Cafe. But now listen to this. He writes, I was thinking maybe you could do a promo with a kicker. Okay. And when we we can gauge the effect in this. Maybe when yeah. booking your banquet, use promo code YHH and Jax will donate $75 gift cards to the coaches and team leaders. Like oh. managers? Yeah. Like team managers. Did you hear that? Okay. So yeah. you bring the banquet there, and all of a sudden you walk out with dinner for him and her. Yeah. You don't even I'm have to think of a coach's that. gift. You don't. All the wow. coaches get a gift to come back to Jack's and eat there again. So promo code YHH. Loving it. Absolutely loving this idea. So sorry, I got excited when we you said I uh, put on the uh, Bill Cosby ad. <laughs> oh my gosh. I you really sandwiched that? <laughs> I am sweating bullets right now. It's hot in here. How oh about I read some rankings? Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Okay. Top 10 me. Who we got? We'll start with Class A. Number one, Warroad. Thank you. Number two, Warroad. No way. Warroad. All right. Yeah. Sorry. Now is it Hermantown? It is Hermantown. Oh, no way. Wow. Wow. Cool. No way. Number three, Monomedi. Ha ha. Oh, no way. Four Orno. Orno. Yep. Cool. Number five, East Grand, Grand Forks. Forks. Oh, wow. Yes. Number six, Northfield. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no way. Wait, seven now seven. seven Delano? Yeah. Oh, oh God. God. It's like a carbon it's copy. Seven. Yeah, he must work hard. No, it's not because I think Hibbing World's yeah. the number one. Yeah, yeah. He that was weird. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That has changed. Okay, so now we're at eight. Did eight. Hibbing lose? Because I know he loves Hibbing. I think he's from Hibbing. Yeah, probably. Hibbing so, did lose. Who they lose to? Hermantown. Hermantown. Remember, they got less than 10 shots on goal. Oh, right, right, right. Okay, all right, all right. Who do you got at eight? Giving. No! Oh. Oh. No! 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 Come on, man. <laughs> Was it like, did you ever like like seventh grade or eighth grade? You're the bullshit. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Push it. Push it. <laughs> That's what that is, Eric. All right, keep going. Nine. Number nine, Detroit Lakes. I, how is Detroit Lakes? What? Why? What's why? What did why they do? Detroit Lakes not, why is Detroit Lakes? Why is Detroit Lakes not ahead of him? Oh, okay, yeah. Why? Just I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I thought maybe they lost a no. Red Lake Falls no. or something. No. No. Okay. Okay. Ten. Rockridge. This is where Demfeld lost should to Denville five two. two. Yeah, now I understand Demfeld's losses this week. And yes. if you know a bit discount, give him yeah, a discount. I have yep. to give him a discount because their top player was out, okay? Yep. And their top player is a possible Mr. Hockey finalist, okay? Yeah, absolutely. So you have to give this a big grain of salt. I and agree. and you, if you give Hibbing credit for losing a terrible game to uh, Hermantown, Hermantown, then you have to uh, extend the grain of salt. To Denfeld. I, I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. All right, Carl. Uh, did you get murdered this week in the, at the double A's? Boy, I, I did. Poor I, Peter. I, yes. Peter did his girls' yeah. rankings and just got slaughtered like, last week. When I, I was sitting there watching the Minnetonka Eden Prairie score, you know, because that was one of the last games last night, just thinking, if this happens. I got to go do it again. I, make I it quick, Carl. Yeah. We got low battery on the computer, so make it quick. <laughs> oh, we're all fu- We're fine. <laughs> Number one, Minnetonka. 
Uh, yeah. Yeah, you have to. Yeah. You have to. I I'm, yeah. I don't like it. What would but you, you have, have done if Tonka lost to Eden Prairie? Then would it have been Wyzetta? <laughs> it might have been. They I, both had losses. To, it was yeah. probably going to still be Wyzetta if they had only lost to Warroad, but the Rosso tied them in. Yeah, okay. That's fair. Yep. yep. Okay, who's two now? I, There's no two. I, I resisted this for a Could long time. You just time. leave it blank. Can no, you just put Wyzetta? No. No? I resisted and resisted, but here it is. It's Chanhassen. Uh, I'm not there yet. I'm just not there. Yeah, you it's got like there, there, well, there have to be consequences for, for losing, for, you know? Hey, yeah. for that matter, why don't you just put a number one? They beat Tonka. I know, I know. Yeah, they see, beaten anyone, at, anyone. Besides Tonka. Besides <laughs> Tonka. Okay. And Rob, well, yeah. Three is Wyzetta. Okay. Okay. Four. Uh, this is where it gets really murky. Gross. You got to. Yeah. You can't put Maple Grove there. I did. Oh, no. yeah. I, I feel your pain. Yeah. This like week, I'm not going to throttle you as bad. Yeah. Yeah. You think you don't have any good options? There wasn't no. much there. Nope. He listened to Brianna's phone call. Yeah, you talked to Brianna, didn't you? Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. It's got my sources. All right, five and over. Edina. Edina. Okay. Yeah. That it was that impressive loss to yeah. him sliding <laughs> upwards again. <laughs> yeah, they're holding steady, just yeah. Mm, now hand over six. I went Rogers. Rogers. Okay. Because they, 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 they have beaten Andover. They just tied Maple Grove and they just got a you know convincing win over Centennial. Yep. Like I'll they're, they're one of the that. few teams that is pushing up right now. All right. Now Andover? Yeah, Andover seven. Okay. What were they last week? Carl, were they seven? Uh, they were six. They were six. They dropped a spot to accommodate Rogers' rise. What did Andover do last week? I really don't they, know. They pumped. beat up the list of like, Anoka. Maybe and said, yeah. Armstrong, Cooper. They padded stats, yeah. They're basically in a two-week stretch where they're just, yeah. Got it. Okay. Piling up points. Mm, okay. All right. Eight. Creighton? Creighton. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, sense. another team that. Centennial was 10, so they're gone. We need just to replace them. St. Thomas is probably in there now. I think St. Thomas comes in at they're nine nine. Or nine. nine. And that, that fits nicely with your split regular season train. Right? Yeah. You put the mm-hmm. two next yeah. to each other. Yeah, yeah I feel then, good about that one. And now there's – I'm trying to think who else. I'm looking around jerseys-wise. I'm trying to think. Lakeville <laughs> South? No. Well, I'm just no. South. Hell no. Is it White Bear? I bet. No, they're 11. Okay. Close. Not Stillwater. Nope. Uh, don't tell us uh, yet. Champlin? It wouldn't be Champlin. Could he pull no, out Champlin? No, they're 15. Is it Duluth East? No, no. 13. Um, uh, it's it's in the room. It's in the room? It's in the room. Minneapolis Southwest. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Anoka. <laughs> I knew it. Uh, um. Yeah, this is harder than it. Benilde. Benilde. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they, they they dropped three spots with a mod, mod loss. They also, I, you know, the also way that they're the top fifteen team. Yeah. The way that they're playing, though, I Could don't know how that's a year. Yeah. Could this be the year of where one, we just right, completely yeah. throw them in the trash and then they <laughs> rise from the ashes and go to state? Could mm-hmm. be. 
Could be. That'd be the most. They got to get past two good teams, though. I, playing that style of hockey, I don't think they can do it. I don't think so nope. either. I just don't think, especially against Kurt and Pat. I just, just no way. And they're going to have to beat them both, right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Why is that? Yeah, they're, they're, they're locked as the three seed. They yeah, are they're going to have to beat them locked. both. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're in trouble. Yeah, they are. Okay, so then we got White Bear. Who's 12? Centennial. Then East. East. Lakeville South. South and Champlin. Yep. That's your top 15. Um, okay. What team suffered the most acute pain rankings-wise this week? You see where I'm going with this guy? Yeah, who, who fell the most? Who fell the most? Let's see. Benil dropped three. Uh, Centennial dropped two. Why is that a drop two? Yeah, so it would be Benilde. I I just don't see Benilde as a top ten team. How about Lakeville South? The consistency they, they, is not there. They, 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 have they, they not they, bottomed they, out they, yet? They, they, they held steady. They dropped like five spots the week before. Oh, okay, so they yeah. would have been the uh, Summit Orthopedic Acute Pain <laughs> Team yeah. of the Week. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of acute pain. Yes. I had a chance today to meet Dr. Dan Probst, a young gun. I mean, this guy was your guys' age. Oh, nice. Oh. Still in debt. high school, like 2008. <laughs> yeah. When did you guys graduate? Same. 2008. Yeah. Uh, married. Good for him. Three kids, twins, and a three-month-old. Mm. You see, you, do you see where I'm going with this, you guys? Like these the guys thing you feel are, bad about our lives. Yeah. No, not not that. Thanks, Tony. <laughs> no, not like the that. The summer orthopedic <laughs> make you feel like crap. <laughs> Section of the week. <laughs> Let me tell you like about this handsome oh, doctor I met. Yeah. He's your age. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just I just so impressed by these guys. They're all just you know so well put together, um, just really well spoken guys. Smart. Uh, his specialty is non surgical. Right, so if you think about it, you summon orthopedic surgeons. Right, ninety nine, ninety percent of their doctors are performing a surgery yep. on your spine, or on your hip, or in your shoulder, whatever it might be. This guy takes all of the, you know, sports injuries. You know, uh, ankles, knees, uh, hips, wrists, all that stuff, and he treats them, um, and he treats them in a lot of different ways. Groins, perhaps. Groins, groins for- yes, maybe a groin injury. We'll have that coming up later. But he he treats them. He treats them with with uh, lots of different mechanisms. Uh, you know, obviously casts and all that stuff. But Electric. Yeah, uh, all, all t- different types of therapies. I thought it was an interesting interview with him. Just a super sharp guy, and it's, that's why I just keep coming back to every one of these guys I interview. They're so easy to interview. You know, yeah. they know their they know their subject matter. They're really nice guys. And they know they know their way around their practice pretty well. So check out summitorthopedics.com. Well, thanks, Tony. Why don't you take away this Summit Orthopedics interview with Duluth Denfeld Sr., Andy Larson. Thank you, Danny. Today we have senior forward from Duluth Denfeld, Andy Larson. Andy has 46 points in the season so far. Andy, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you? Good. Uh, I'm excited to meet uh, such a hockey superstar from the Duluth area that doesn't wear uh, red and black, and you are wearing the right colors, maroon and gold. Uh, how's the season going so far for you? 
it's going good right now. As a team, we're kind of up and down, but we're starting to come a team, bond together, and we're playing our best hockey right now. So you were injured uh, recently. Uh, how is the injury recovery process going? Can we expect to see you uh, back in action this week? Yeah, I just I needed a couple of days off. I pulled my groin last week, so I'll be ready to go. You'll be ready to go. Uh, if would you have maybe gone skating at Piedmont today? Yes. You would have, but we don't tell anybody, right? Mm-hmm. All right, good, good, good. Um, all right, let's talk a little bit about your uh, ascend. Um, you kind of stood in the shadow of the Twins uh, at Denfeld the last couple seasons. The season is, I mean, this is your team this year. Um, what is it taking, like, taking on a leadership role? Uh, in addition to scoring more points, uh, do you feel like you're, you're kind of holding up the forward as well for the, for the Hunters? Yes and no. When you when you look at the stats, it's not like I'm doing it all alone. I'm getting help from all my teammates, and they're we got a young team right now, so they're all stepping up and filling their roles. So it's not just me doing all the work. All right, we got a lot of people doing it. Um, so this season you got 46 points. I like to talk a little bit about being a player from Denfeld, I know you played in the high school elite league this past fall. Um, and you've played on some other elite organizations like the, the blue ox. I bet you played for Mishki and those guys, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Good guys there, but not a lot of opportunities for kids from Denfeld in, in this situation. Does that fuel you? Does that get you more excited? Does that fire you up, uh, to play, uh, after high school into in juniors in college? Yeah, definitely. It definitely gives you some more motivation and makes you work for everything because you don't just get handed stuff at Denfeld. Um, you guys have a tough, uh, tougher schedule than most would consider. Like you have just got done playing War Road. You're going to play Rockridge this week. You've played Hermantown. Played Hermantown. Um, mm-hmm. Walk through the process of when you when you got the schedule for this year and you looked at, at who you guys are playing. Uh, does that fire you guys up as a team, or does that maybe get you a little intimidated uh, as the season comes towards you? I think it fires us fires us all up. It's kind of a learning opportunity to see where we are as a team because we're playing all the top schools, like you said, Hermantown, Warroad, and we'll be facing Hermantown in the playoffs. So it kind of sets us up and know what we're know what we're going up against so have you had a chance to see speaking of hermantown have you had a chance to see the hockey land movie that came out last fall no not yet did you not see it because you just haven't had time or you just don't want to have anything to do with those skunks over in hermantown uh, i'll just say i don't have time <laughs> that is so nice politically correct all right uh we have another uh, a person on our show, Carl, from the wrong side of the tracks over uh, in Congdon Park. Carl, you got a question for Andy? Are you stunned that I called east side the wrong side of the tracks, Carl? Carl, did you go on mute? I don't know where Carl went. He, like, froze up yeah. or something. Yeah. Okay. I'll ask a question, Andy, <laughs> because Carl is paused without... And he can join and rejoin this. I don't so know where Andy he went. That's crazy. Look at his face. He's just sitting there like a little puppy dog right now. Andy, it, Hermantown obviously is the big dogs in 7A, right? Mm-hmm. 
you guys know that at Denfeld. Well, what's it uh, you guys – how do you get prepared for them? Uh, they have lost in the section finals before uh, in somewhat recent memory to Greenway. Mm-hmm. So what's uh, what's your guys' game plan? You know, uh, is Hermantown on the horizon? Is that like a game that you're circling and everything? Yeah, definitely. Just the thought of beating them to go to state just motivates all of us because you get past the big dog right at the start, and then you go to the state tournament. It's kind of like you've eliminated the top dog before you even get there. So it really motivates us to beat them. Well, so do you watch any Hermantown games then? Do you go, do you watch any East games? What's life as a Denfield player then? Yeah, I usually go to a lot of East games because it's usually right after our practice. But Hermantown games, we just watch online. Okay. So Now, I, I think I'll ask Carl's question here. You have one of the more colorful head coaches in the state. Tony, you want to admit, Carl? Oh, yeah, there we go. It, so what's it like to play for Coach Jaglo? Oh, it's awesome. He's a he's an old school guy, so he'll definitely get on you to give you your best, but there's no bad things to say about him. What's the funniest thing or like what give us some one liners from practice or games? No, probably not appropriate to say on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> can hey, oh, okay, all right, I'm gonna challenge you a little bit. Okay. Yeah. So can you maybe like make it PG thirteen, you know, kind of like clean it up a little bit, but let the audience maybe figure out what he really said. Oh God, there's so many. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna make a buck out of them someday. <laughs> all right, all right. So let's see one of your editions of it. I don't even know if it can be PG. Really, <laughs> really. You change it, yeah. All right. Well, we'll we'll leave that one go. Carl has regained his internet access. Uh, Carl, and we just asked him before you got on here to give us a colorful line from Coach Jaglo, and we could not get him. We we tested yeah. him, and he failed. What's That's your question, I tried Carl? Asking him too, but that, that was my question. But uh, you know, I, we don't have nice internet during the East Side of Duluth, so it's a struggle. right. We we just um, ripped you being from the wrong side of the tracks, and you proved it yeah, out correctly. Yeah, sure, it's true. Yep. Okay, um, so any other questions for I got, Carl? I, I, I got one more okay. for Andy. Really okay, quick. go for uh, it. And, and we chat a little bit about it before the show, and we talked about all the different parks. I don't know. We made a video about the outdoor parks uh, just recently. Did you catch that? Were you a video of all the parks? Okay, didn't catch that. For, oh, yeah. for the uh, yeah. and, and the reason that it's funny, because I we made it for the Duluth East Rapids game. We, had, we did a Friday Night Ice product up there, and, oh, my God, I couldn't believe all the people from the west side. They're pissed that we didn't interview <laughs> – kids from Denfeld for this video. And it was really just a video about, you know, the East side kids growing up on the outside rinks. And it was about outside rinks, blah, blah, blah. And like, what about the boys from Denfeld? And I'm like, it really wasn't about Denfeld. I apologize. But anyway, long story short, we put together a nice piece about outdoor rinks. One of my favorites, if not my favorite rink is the Piedmont rink. And when I looked up your bio on Twitter just recently, uh, you're a Piedmont kid. Walk through it. They're the Panthers, correct? Yep, Panthers. So walk through uh, your park uh, and all all the things that go into 
the outdoor hockey experience for you as a kid? It was awesome being a Piedmont guy. Just going there every night, all the parents buy in and just all they do is focus on making it better, having us having a good experience for us kids. And in the last like five years, they redid the main rink, which is the bottom one, and the top rink, which is like the mess around rink. They got the Hockey Day Minnesota boards from Bayfront with the glass surrounding it. So, so that one's almost nicer in a way, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right. So this is the thing that I like to reinforce to uh, people from the cities. About the outdoor rinks, uh, you you maybe see uh, dads flooding, or they hear about dads flooding and they taking care of business, shoveling and doing all the snow blowing and all that stuff. But the thing that really drew my eye when I was visiting the parks, it was actually in the summer, the first time I'd been there, was the shed. There's every rink's got this shed, and it's big, tall shed. And and I asked somebody, one of the first parks I went to, well, what's in that shed? And they're like. Well, that's where the Zamboni goes. I'm like, wait, 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 time out, time out. <laughs> There's a Zamboni goes, yeah, every park has a Zamboni, and the dads mm-hmm. drive the Zamboni. So the ice mm-hmm. is actually just pristine year-round, or as long as the, you get good weather. And mm-hmm. uh, do you realize that that's pretty cool? And and uh, did your dad drive it, or did was there just one guy who drove, drove it over at Piedmont? Yeah, so my dad was that guy. No he way. What? <laughs> Yes. He was always at the rink every practice. He was zamming. As as a little kid, I was out. I would always get to ride the zamboni, which was pretty cool. Ooh, yeah, perfect. You're already Perfect. better than every East interview that we did. Yes, Andy. absolutely. <laughs> I love that. And then here's here's one of the one of the things that we couldn't put in the uh, in in the little video we did on the outdoor rinks. I can't remember which East kid it was, but he kind of smirked. It we it was really good. It was class. I'm like, so did they? Do you think they liked flooding and go, staying out late? He goes, oh yeah, they all had a few beers, and I'm sure they really <laughs> enjoyed themselves. And I couldn't put that in the video, but do you think the dads really you know enjoyed it? You know, in those those. Four or five youth years, you know, and it doesn't really talk about beers, but just kind of, they probably got into it. Yeah. I feel like they just want the best for you as kids. So they're just, they're going to do whatever they, whatever they can to make you have a good experience and that you like the game of hockey. So I feel like they actually liked it a little bit. All right. So here's a question for you. We asked, I don't know, we still can't figure out who won the city championship. We were talking, I mean, I, I had Glen yeah. Avon kids, I had Congen kids, I, you know, I had Gunnarsson. Yeah, they, and they were Christian. really vague about this. We asked them, like, who, uh, who, won who won the city championship? Who won the city year? championship? Nobody could answer the question. Was it Gary My. Morgan Park? Was uh, it West Side team? Because the East Side kids wanted nothing to do with claiming a victory. Yeah, I think I think Gary Morgan Park won that year. So those okay. were your teammates now. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Who were these guys? Um, do you know Caden Postal? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. He was on that. So team. he was their stud. Yeah, he was the stud. All right, that's cool. Okay, that's there. Really we go. Cool. That that solves a mystery for us. Danny and I were in this room doing the interviews, and I I could not believe the East Side kids. Yeah, they weren't even like partially trying to maybe possibly claim a city championship. None of them could. No. So I'm like, it had to be West Side. Had to be. So. So we'll we'll tell one story that we learned from the um, city championship. So when um, 
Coach, this is great. This coach is Pitts really good. told us this, um, the Duluth East head coach. He said when he was playing for a city championship, his head coach said that if you guys win, I will get an autograph for, from Bobby Orr for you an guys. Autographed picture. His name is Butch Williams. He's one of the legends. You can find his picture hanging at Heritage Center. And so then they all kind of forgot about it, and they won the city championship, and they're going through, you know, the pitcher book at the he, end of the year. Made, they made little yearbooks, and at the back page of the yearbook was an autographed picture to each individual personalized, personalized player from Bobby Orr. And the awesome. only the only problem with that story was the camera wasn't on because he was just <laughs> hanging out there, and the East boys were just in they were in awe of that story. Yeah, it was, it was a cool, cool story. Very cool story. Lots of cool history there. Um, any more questions before we move on to picks? Carl, do you got anything? No, let's do picks. Let's okay. do picks. Let's do it. Uh, Andy, you want to stick around for picks? Yes. All right, okay, here we good. go. Uh, before we do that, uh, uh, Danny, you got a few games for us? I do have a few games. Give me one sec. Okay, here are the games. Northfield and Mankato East play on Tuesday. That would be a good game. Or no. New Prague on Tuesday as well. Um, the War Road Rozo second game. Yep. Hill Matamidi on Wednesday. Uh, Why is that a... E- no. No. That's a pick em. That's a pick em. Northfield Albert Lee on Thursday. Wow, it's Northfield week here yep. on it is. the podcast. <laughs> it's a big Northfield week for Lucky. Um, Lakeville North, Lakeville South on Friday. Grand Rapids versus Maple Grove comes down to Maple Grove on Friday as well. Yeah. Uh, Minnetonka and Lakeville South play on Saturday. That's a good game. That's a decent game. And then Edina and Eden Prairie also on Saturday. For the ninth time or the eighth uh, I time? I think it's number seven. <laughs> I think it's number seven. I, I think they know each other well. It's the January edition. It's of the January edition Eden of Prairie. what could be. The February edition coming up. We don't know. Uh, Anyways, actually, it wouldn't be. They don't play anymore after this. They do play three times. Yes. Okay. Let's get some pick-ems. All right. Here we go. Old guy goes first. I love this game, Danny. We're just getting right out. Yeah, we're jumping at it. Just jumping at it. Okay. Chanhassen. Yeah. One loss, Chanhassen. Correct. Travels to Benilde. Probably their toughest game on the schedule this season remaining part of their schedule. They also have White Bear Lake, but Benilde, the double, uh, two games with Benilde are easily their and toughest. I believe they play Orono at least one more time. They they should because yeah. they will play Orono at Orono. Yeah, so they got a couple toughies still. Yes, on the, they have on toughies, schedule. but not not Lake Conference toughies. <laughs> right, right. All right, here we go. Oh, jeez. Is this the game that breaks the streak? I mean, they have lost their first game of the year, Chan, and now, Carl, how many games are they at? That would be 15. 15 in a row. Yeah. I'm sticking with it. Okay. I'm going with Chan. Even Hansen. with Coach hobbling along in the background. Okay. Bloomfield yeah, can't, can't even stand. I know. I I, I stand by Chan Hassan on this one. Okay. Carl? <laughs> I always worry about a team that has been playing, you know, lesser competition, and then they hit someone who – Really move at pace, especially a team like Benilde, who is going to be racing up and down the ice against them. And hungry. So, They're hungry, yeah. too. So I'm going to go Benilde. Okay. I'm going to go Benilde for a 
different reason. Benilde is either a blowout or blown out type of thing. And I don't see this as a blowout for them. I, I see it as Benilde winning. It's also at St. Louis Park. I, that's a hostile environment. You is know, it really? It's it's got a really hostile, you <laughs> know, game clock operator. I don't, I don't think it's hostile. Though. It's it's. A, have you ever met the person that runs the music? He is no. hostile. No, I haven't. He is hostile. I have texts from him right now. Hostile. Really? Okay. Yeah. All right, Andy. Uh, you know anything about either of these teams, Chad Hassan or Benilde? Not too much, but I'm going to pick Benilde in this one. All right, he likes that. Any reason why? Played a cup played against a couple of them on Elite League. That's all I got, really. Who? Name them. Um, Stewart. Is it Drew Stewart? Yep. Good. Good. Yep. Good. All right, here we go. Anybody no, else? About all I know. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's good. We got something. All right. Next game, uh, Edina travels to Plymouth Ice Center um, to take on YZ. It's actually at Braymore. And they travel back. They, they will <laughs> tag off at Plymouth and they'll come and they'll back. Yeah. They'll come back. They'll they get realize their pregame the subway rink. meal. Yep. Okay. And then yep. they go they'll back. They'll come back yep. to Braymar and host Wyzetta there. Yep. Um, and you get to go first. I already know who Carl's going to take Wyzetta. I'm, I'm not I'm even going to give you a reason. I'm taking away Zeta. Yeah, we know that. After a very, very lackluster, tough, tough lackluster weekend. I, I have faith in my boys. Okay. Okay. Um, all right, Danny. I think this is where the late conference gets a little goofy. We saw some yes. start to the goofiness this last weekend, but it n- didn't come through. I think it comes into this week. I think Edina wins this game. I think it's going to be higher scoring than people think. Uh, um, 5-4 type of thing. Okay. All right, Andy, you get to go third here. Edina hosting Wyzetta. What do you know about these two yeah, teams? Yeah, just going to keep Does pushing Does Demfeld schedule these guys? Yeah. Never, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that. Don't know too much about double-A teams, but I'll go with Wyzetta on this one. They're really good this year. Do you go to the state tournament uh in the fall, or not the fall, in the fall? spring. They moved it to the fall. I'm still sick. <laughs> oh, okay. They have soccer tournament? Do you, yeah. go, do you go down to the X for the state? I do. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He probably just goes, sounds like he just goes to the A games, though. Oh, that's probably true. Do you go to the double A? I go to the double A championship, but. Okay. That's Okay. All right. That's fair. Like that. Wait in the line and get the ticket. That's, that's I'm going to agree with Danny. I think. Uh, I think Wyzetta has hit their mid-season wall. I don't think they're falling, going to tank or anything. I think they're going to have a couple hiccups, and this is the hiccup week. Yeah, this is a game Wyzetta. that it's a very important game for both squads because now Edina won the oh, vanilla right, game section. Okay, yeah, and, and they haven't played yet this year, right, Carl? Yeah, nope. So this is where this one comes Shockingly. down to, to a lot. They'll play twice the rest of the way. I think their last game is the last week of the year. It usually is. So um, is there a chance they could have played in Turkey? Yeah, Trap? there they is a chance. Not, yeah, they yeah. Could have, but didn't. Yep. yep. Yeah. Okay. Edina lost, and um, Wyzetta won. won. Yep. Okay. All right. Game three, Danny. You get to go first on this hockey day extravaganza. Hermantown and Matamidi. You know, Hermantown's becoming a mystery team, you know, all of a sudden. 
and now that Kate is back, Kate Kolhansky yeah. is back, you know, mm-hmm. and so, but we look at Matamita and they have strung together some really impressive wins here. And, and or and they lost to EP, but but it was an overtime still loss. Close, yeah. They lost in overtime to a late conference team. I'm not going to ding uh, a nope. Class A team for that. No, nope. um, I'm going to go Mott. I'm going to uh, you know home ice advantage here. Couldn't go them. <laughs> I, I, home ice, home, home outdoor ice, home outdoor ice, ice? home like, outdoor ice, home outdoor ice advantage right there. Mm. Is not this like a, playing at Piedmont? <laughs> No, no, that would be cool though. Oh, they, they played a, a girls game at Woodland, didn't they, Annie? Yeah, they did. Yeah. Has, has, there, yeah. has there been a boys outdoor game at any of the outdoor parks yet? No, I don't okay. think East would slum themselves to that. Okay, let's let's be honest here. So it would have to be Denver. It would be fun. Uh, yeah, you think Pitt, it would Pitt be? Would, Pitt would think it's fun. Would you guys do it, or would you would you like to do that? Play outdoor over at Woodland, or if it was regulation. Is the is the one at Piedmont regulation? No, I don't think so. Okay, I'm not sure, but it would be awesome. The one at Woodland's legit. I mean, that's. I mean, there's nowhere to stand for crying out loud. But there, <laughs> yeah. it's a it's there's a that issue. It's a, it is a regulation yeah. sheet, and they got beautiful glass. There'd be pucks flying out of that place. Oh God! Holy crap! They lose you fifty pucks in a high in a boys' high school game. Well, Easily. there's there's no glass on the sides. Remember? Nope. And so then, like, yeah, you couldn't stand and watch. You'd be, you'd be knocked out. No, you can bring a helmet. Stand, bring you a can helmet. stand and watch. It'd be fine. It's kind of like baseball. Should have brought your glove. <laughs> it would. No, it'd be fine. Okay, it'd okay. be fine. They, they, I think it'd be that pretty fine. Okay. All right. Uh, I think it's Andy's turn. Yeah, it is Andy's uh, turn. Hermantown. Yeah. There's no. I, I can I make your pick for you. You're taking Montemita. There's no way you would pick Hermantown. Yeah, I'm, I'm going Mott immediately. Yes, that boy, I like that call. Did you guys play Mott? No. Okay. Okay. All right. So, I'm gonna agree with these two and put Carl in a corner. Oh, dude. <laughs> oh, dude. See now that Carl, I like that one. I like now that, now that like Hermantown that has lost to a Class A team, all bets are off. You can't pick Hermantown because you're default pick there. Yeah. Let's let's gooch him. You're gonna gooch my Oh my god. Wow. This is Mark's one of the first times in the podcast era that Carl has picked against Hermantown in a class A matchup. Well probably is the first time. Yeah. Well now that the, the levy's been broken, let's just Yeah. Let's just break it all together. But seriously though, if yeah. Hermantown loses this game It's very important. Can you use an outdoor exhibition game as a data point for well, I mean, there's a lot of ifs here. Yeah. So this is if you know if they make it to state because Demfeld might beat them. Correct. Uh, this is we have Andy here. He would say let's that, be that's respectful. The, that's the respectful answer. That's the first if here. Okay. Yep. So if Hermantown upsets Demfeld, no, okay. we we'll call it upset. But okay. If they do beat them. If they do beat them, let's not go crazy here. Okay. So I I think it it is a point. Uh, it's a measuring stick. It's uh, you for don't, Mott it, and it's, for Hermantown. It's for voted sure. on by the coaches. I agree. They're going to sit in the room yeah. and like we. They beat don't you. sit in a room. They that's a Zoom call. Oh, at is best. it really? It, or it's a silent it's ballot. Be. You know, it could yeah. be. Well, whatever it is, I think Hermantown's on the hot seat here. I think so too. I I really do. And uh, it really doesn't matter because I don't. No offense to the 
five through eight seeds in this tournament, I don't think any of them are going to can touch Hermantown anyway. No. Or Denfeld, for no. that matter. Yeah, for for that matter. All right. Denfeld's the number one seed if they make the tournament. Mm, they'd be a 4-5. I think he would be a 4-5. They could sneak. Uh, no, they'd be a 4-5. Because Orno would jump them. Uh, that's probably fair. I think so. Yeah. yeah All right. Good probably. gooch there. And we're going to make a no friends in Hermantown here, but that's okay. Um, all right. So we okay. have a goocher there on Matamidi. This is Andy gets to go first on this one. White Bear Lake Hill. Do you know anything about this rivalry, Andy? Um, <laughs> no, nothing. Uh, nothing. Do you okay. know, do you know that they're rivals? You know that, right? We do now, yes. You do now. Okay, okay. good, good, solid. Uh, do you know that, like, for, like, decades, decades, uh, the section that they were, they were always, they're always in the same section, one or the other would go to state and the other would knock the other out to go to state. Can you imagine what that rivalry would look like after 30, 40 years? That would be rough, yeah. Yeah, that's what you, and... Make it worse. Once the there private. are lots of kids from White Bear Lakes Youth Association who end up attending Hill Murray, which makes the rivalry even it, nastier. And we'll even go one up on this. Imagine uh, who's Demfeld's greatest player of all time, Rob Stauber. Yeah. So imagine if Stauber sent his kid to East, because <laughs> that's yeah. what Brian Bonin did. Yeah. Yeah. Brian Bonin. Arguably the greatest nice. player. Not second greatest, if, if Moose Goheen would be. Yeah, yeah. Did Moose Goheen play? Was there high school hockey when Moose Goheen was playing? I don't Probably think not. There was. But arguably, White Bear's greatest player sent his kid to Hill. Yeah, that's okay. that's fighting words there. Yeah, so this is how uh, the rivalry runs deep. Speaking of that, so Jude plays for Hill. How is the the the, the Lily White? Valley's gonna cu- touch that one. There's no way they're gonna like even. even they might point it out. They might snicker when they say it, but I they're not gonna it. like that. I would say it. I you know. Yeah, I, they're not gonna like that. All right, we got off off kilter here. But did I, you go to hockey just, day? Anyway. Did you go to hockey day when it was in Duluth? Oh, of course. Yeah. Okay. So let's. What What's your takeaway from hockey days having been to one? What was that? What's well, your takeaway from Hockey Day? What What do you remember from that? Other than the mindless helicopter that was going, the helicopter, around. just the helicopter. <laughs> I I remember it being like thirty five degrees and barely playing on that melted ice when it was in. <laughs> yep. Okay, so now that you have established the ice is going to be poor, you have a great rivalry between Hill Murray and White Bear Lake. Okay, who do you got? I'm gonna have to go Hill Murray on this one. Yeah, I had a feeling he was he's he's gone chalk on every one of his answers here. No, he went Matamidi though, so yeah. you didn't go chalk. Yeah, there. I'll, I'll give you that. So, um, all right, Hill Murray and White Pear. Uh, Ingerbrutson played this week. Yeah. I'm going. I'm but gonna Miller's go White Pear because I don't think Hill Murray really cares. <laughs> wow, I really don't think Ooh. they care about this game. Ooh. Okay. I do think White Bear cares about this game. And I think White Bear cares way more. This means a lot to them. So I'm going to go White Bear on that one. Carl? I think Hill's defensive style is well suited to a game where the conditions might be slop. 
It's not going to be slop, though. It's going to be 15 degrees. Yeah, it's going to be cold. Not going to be cold. It's going to be perfect. Perfect. It's still outside. Okay, he's got Hill. All right. Weird things happen. And I think Hill's advantage in this game would be goaltending, but goaltending falls apart in an outdoor game. I'm going to go White Bear Lake, too. I think you have a good point there, Tony. It, it means more to White Bear Lake. It means more to the community. It's their town. It's their everything. And Hill's just showing up for Hill, a... too. <laughs> Hill, too. This is their third hockey day. Yeah, no, Hill's I, just I say, showing up for the photo op. Oh, yeah. oh, yes. Yes, it is their community. There are legit at least three kids on that varsity or White Bear kids. There might be more. I know for sure three. So, all right. Last but not least... Uh, where's this Rock Ridge Denfield game? It's at the Miners Memorial of the Memorial of Miners Memorial. Iron Smoke yeah. region. The, it, the Itmac. The Itmac? The it, okay, so yep. Iron Iron Trail, Trail Motors, Motors Event Center. Events Center. The Memorial of the Memorial of Miners. The house that Brad Skyda built. Can That's I call it that? Yep. Okay. All right. Fair. All right. Uh I get to go first, don't you I? You get to go first. Oh, my gosh. Um, okay, first of all, Rockridge, we, we don't do a lot of Rockridge games on our pickups, right? That's fair. The Rockridge Wolverine, it's green. Okay, I'm not, like, an expert on sure. animals, yeah. wildlife, but is there an actual Wolverine in the Continue. Arrowhead region of the state of Minnesota, Carl? I've, I've never seen one. Okay. I've spent a lot of time. And you're a cross-country skier. You're an outdoorsman, right? Yeah. Yeah. I've never seen a Wolverine. And, like, and you got, like, you got relatives up in the in the Iron Range, don't you? I mean, like, what do they think of this thing? They have no clue why they are the Wolverines. <laughs> <laughs> They're what? a mining city, so I don't know. I mean, like. like the could... miners like that. Yeah, but. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You said it exactly. That, okay. Mountain Mountain Iron Bugle's got the the Rangers, which yes. is a cool name. Perfect name Iron Rangers, right? Yes. Is it just was it just not sitting there for him? Like why not the miners? I mean, there's a lot of things that were there that for was the just taking. Sitting yeah. there but for I, the taking. I, I think they had a vote, and anytime you have a vote, you end up no. with the lowest common denominator. You get a cat or some weird animal or something just lame. 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 Well, at yeah. least it wasn't weather, like lightning or storm, storm. or something yeah. Thunder. lame. Thunder. Mirage. That would have been lame. I yeah. still remember when when they were announced Rockridge and they made the Virginia and Eveleth kids skate around the rink with the banner and they both looked dejected. <laughs> they looked pissed. <laughs> <laughs> they looked pissed. Mm-hmm. I think just for that, I'm taking Denfeld. Okay. Go. If I swore on the show, I would say F Rockridge. I'm taking Denfield on this one. There we go. All right. Uh, Carl, who you got? I don't know. The combined power of Mountain Iron and Buell and Virginia and Eveleth and Gilbert. Gilbert. And and Masabi East. Probably some Masabis. Quite like like Aurora uh, Bawabic. That's a lot of people from a lot of places. That seems like a pretty deep team right there. Um, I'm going Rockridge. Rockridge, yeah, you just hate that kid from Denfield, don't you? Um, Andy, you guys played this year already, didn't you? Yeah, we did. Uh, what was the score? Yeah, what was the score? I think it was five to us. How many really? goals did you get in that game? 
I had four goals in the third period. <laughs> <laughs> with a good groin. With, with a, a good, good groin. groin. <laughs> with a good groin. We're Alex. not going to uh, applaud people's good groins, but <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I got to go Denfeld here. You're going Denfeld. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, obviously, somebody knows how to score against them. Someone uh, did their research. Nice yeah. work. Yeah, I no like problem. That. I All mean, right. it was a pure natural hat trick, too. Three back to back to back. We are we are painting Carl into some serious <laughs> trouble here. Because I got a feeling my friend Andy is... Well, it's, it's the only way you can beat me, so I get it. No, we made your picks last week, so don't worry. Yeah, we... I, God only knows. We haven't announced our pick results in like four <laughs> weeks on this show. I wonder why. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Andy. All right, who do you got? I'm going to have to go Denfeld on this one. That's a really smart choice, man. I like it. It's a really your, smart I choice. I like your thinking on this. This was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I had a good time with you, Andy. I appreciate you being on the show. Um, thanks to Carl and Danny and all of our sponsors, the Red and Black League Summit Orthopedics and Jack's Cafe. Outstanding show. Uh, thanks for being here, Dan- Andy. I uh, look forward to meeting you and seeing you play in the future. Yeah, thanks for having me.